0: Thank you for joining us to uh, do the Bad Dinner Guest thing tonight. This is Lou. I'm joined with Bruce, Kevlon, and RJ. And tonight, and tonight is an American standoff. Oh, and I forgot Nate. Jesus, I'm sorry.
1: Of, course. of course.
2: We were worried you might be as, you know, you might have taken a break. Rumor has it you can fall asleep anywhere, Nate.
1: Yeah, apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Nate, it actually was you and Lou that came up with tonight's topic over the lovely social media world. So I think you two should introduce it in one way or the other.
0: That's
1: fine. I'll let, I'll let Lou uh, Lou, take the lead on that one.
0: Alright, so I'm ask Bruce and RJ a question. Do you guys remember anything about what happened at Ruby Ridge or the incident called Ruby Ridge on August, no, well, between August 21st and 31st of the same month, 1992? No, not really a whole lot. It's so long ago, so young.
3: Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Okay. the uh,
0: The incident was involving Randy Weaver, his wife, a friend of the family, and their children uh, seeking. A le- uh, they were where were they living? Ruby Ridge. It was in Idaho. Uh, that's right. Yeah. It became yeah
2: it became known as Ruby Ridge, and they had their own property mm-hmm. out in the woods, and so it was very interesting the way the whole the background of this situation I think has to be set before you talk about just the instance that took place. So okay, as Lou and Nathan, you know, I'm not sure what you guys ran into in your, you know, in your research, we all did different things. One of the things that I wanted to research right away was Weaver's background. So, and how he got into a position where he felt the need to get in a, situation to get in a standoff at his own on his property. So what put him in that position? So this was due to the short story was he was fed wrong information about how the court system works and believed that if he was found guilty in court, he would lose his property if he put his property up for his bond to get him to release him until his court date. So that's the short version of it, but the longer version would talk about
0: how he got to that situation in the first place. Right, with the ATF charges of selling illegally modified shotguns to an undercover informant of the ATF. Uh,
2: Let's see. Allegedly, as well, according to Weaver, he claims that he was first asked to be an informant at these Aryan get-togethers because that was the that's the other little outlier of this part that people may or may not know is that the Weavers were believed to be white supremacists. They hung out and they went to
3: neo-Nazi get-togethers. Okay, is there a difference between white supremacists and like the KKK well, and the neo-Nazis? Or are they all found- just all? Neo Nazis like are a little together. more
4: specific,
2: I think. Yeah, it's all it's all <laughs> more specific. In general, there's a lot of they they have a lot of the same ideals, but yes, they they're named differently. For,
0: they're specific for a reason, right. Yeah. Well, and I read he was a white separatist, and that's a group that believes that the white race should have its own currency. Which, what the fuck? How? how, how what? What the shit? Isn't that, that our white privilege?
1: Yes, I. Guess, I <laughs> Jesus Christ,
0: dude! I don't even know how that would make sense to fucking do. I love it. it, it it's fucking crazy.
2: <laughs> and so... One of the th- things that I heard about that was that he was approached by an agent to infiltrate that group because he wasn't a regular visitor,
0: and he... So, Lou, did you... Well, that, but to- you also have the fact that he, uh, he was in the military joined the nineteen sixty eight to help with the Vietnam effort. Mm-hmm. And this is where you get the possibility of a sheep dipped individual who served he was honorably discharged in seventy one. Well that uh, you know it's it's you usually your tour is like four years in the army. You know, I mean I only heard about them recently changing it to two for a short contract. And the, uh, the idea that he only served three years and was honorably discharged is a very interesting one because that that typically shows exemplary service and combat, and they give you the option of you get battle points.
3: So it wasn't like a medical discharge with on, or like a medical I issue with the honorary discharge? I didn't follow into
0: it too heavily. It could have been. And that's the... Uh, the reason they moved to the Ruby Ridge Valley is they wanted to get away from the evils of society.
3: So move out to the middle of nowhere? Essentially. Okay. And uh, they had a cabin,
0: and I don't know if... Uh, I don't remember the friend's name. Kevin Harris. That's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Kevin Harris, I don't know if he lived with them. He did once the incident, he,
2: he mm-hmm. I can't remember if he lived there beforehand, but he definitely was with them that entire time. Right. But, but yeah, he, he was living there for the, for the 10 days. And so one of the things I wanted to mention as far as this, as his background was the, he sold two sawed off shotguns to what was Kenneth Faderly. I couldn't remember his, the. The name he went under was Gus, Gus Magisano, which is a much easier name to remember. Yeah. But his real name was Kenneth Faderly. And so essentially, uh, Weaver's version of the story is this guy asked him for some submachine guns. And he said, no, I can't get you those. And then he asked for two shotguns, but he wanted them sawed off to a specific length. And Weaver claims he didn't know why, but he just went ahead and did it. Right. Knowing... I don't think he claimed to be innocent of the charge. I think he knew he was cutting them to an illegal length. He right. just was like, I don't whatever. know. Why, I don't know why he wanted them that short, but whatever. That's right. a, that's what I'll do for seven hundred dollars, that's what I'll do. And then so he got, you know, pinched and they asked him to become an informant, and when he said no, I won't, that's when they took him to court.
4: So these guys came to him with shotguns and said they would pay him seven hundred
2: dollars to cut the barrel down? No, no, no. This guy at an Aryan Nations meeting asked him if he could buy, he asked Randy Weaver if Randy Weaver could find him two sawed-off it shotguns.
4: It's not that hard to, I, if I was Randy Weaver, I'd be like, just make your own, you fucking narc. Like, are you shitting me? Right. Like, the, <laughs> illegal modification to make to any gun no is to shit. cut the fucking barrel down.
0: All you gotta do is buy a metal saw.
4: <laughs> like, yeah, like, how did he fall for that shit?
2: I...
0: Hey, I'm not sure.
2: I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe it sounds like Lou went with the sheep-dipped uh, theory over there. Maybe.
0: What do you think? Burning he was an, an, an asset. Think He was an operative. He and us okay in the whole thing. Well, I mean, that's that's what happens when you burn somebody, right? When when they're publicly disavowed in the spy agency, you burn right. them. Nate, what did your <laughs> research show you, sir? Oh, Nate.
2: Nate is gone. So, uh oh, we will press on
4: like I can almost see doing that shit on like hey make this uh, AR like automatic that's a little bit harder it's still not even that hard right but like any fucking rednecks gonna be like either this is a setup or if you can't fucking do it yourself you're too stupid for me to do it for you
0: <laughs> like
4: it just it's rough it really I can't, it's rough I'm not a conspiracy theory mind so who's
3: who the suspected like agent Faderly? He was the undercover informant. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we know he's an undercover. We know informant. he's yeah. an
0: undercover.
2: He went under the name Gus Madden. So he Maddichomo. went to like
3: deep cover and was his mission was to join this Aryan collective. Well, there is
2: this lawyer named uh, Jesse Trenadu who, in his research, found out about a government <laughs> um, program called PatCon which was essentially the idea was to infiltrate some of the more white re- white, right extremist groups, infiltrate those deemed to be violent, potentially right. violent. This also is tied directly with the Oklahoma City bombing, because the Oklahoma City bombing was tied to a white separatist group in Elohim City. Well, cool. And they also, there were ATF informants there as well. And so it. they were, they, it's no secret that in the 90s they were infiltrating these groups to figure out what their intentions were, because a lot of them had intentions. Uh, that one of the books that Timothy McVeigh read was called *The Turner Diaries*, and it was a book about a white supremacist group blowing up federal buildings and overthrowing the
0: government. It was a
2: uh, something they
0: were into at that time. Classic spy craft is <laughs> spycraft is spycraft one hundred and one to infiltrate a group. You talk to somebody, you establish a relationship, you get dirt on them blackmail them to rat out their friends and that's how that's how you infiltrate a group
3: so faderly went up to this weaver guy and asked him to saw off two shotguns
2: asked him no no he just asked to buy two sawed off shotguns he just asked them to
3: be sawed off to a specific point gotcha he didn't have shotguns in the first place so maybe that sawed off point was Past the legal limit. It was a quarter inch. Yeah, it was a quarter okay. inch short. And that, Isn't yeah, that exactly.
0: entrapment? Huh? Isn't that entrapment? When well, a federal you agent yeah. or somebody working for the federal. I think they have to pro-
4: offer to provide you the goods, not the money. Mm-hmm. I think that's entrapment. I'm not I'm not percent on that. But for some reason, I was looking it up for 60 grit. And I believe that's what it is, is they have to set you up for the goods.
0: Okay, so they have to have the shit and be like, hey, we I have this so. shit. And you can do this with it. I think so. Okay, but don't, fair don't enough. Because I was just thinking like, Jesus Christ, if I go up to Kevin and say, hey, let's do this illegal shit, and I'll pay you money or whatever, but I'm the agent, isn't that... Int- I'm not sure. I'm just going to look I'm it not up. sure. Fair enough.
3: Okay, so he, he went no? to the Weaver. No, because... Yeah. He went to Weaver. Civilian informant,
0: it doesn't fucking reply to them.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the way to circumvent. So he the went ball. to Weaver, asked him to uh, ask for illegal weapons. Mm-hmm. Initially, the AR-15, right? Is that I, it? Was a
2: submachine gun? I don't remember what time, gun. Okay. He, Yeah.
3: So to buy a submachine gun, Weaver's like, "No, I don't have any of that." Then he was like, "Well, what about uh, you know, sawed-off shotguns?" Mm-hmm. And Weaver said, "Yeah, I can do that." Okay, so that's that's what. That's the scenario. That That's what happened. And then
2: so he gets picked up for that, right? So, well, first he, yeah, they, his side of the story was he was talked about at first. And then later that one day coming home from the market, two federal agents were dressed up and they pretended that their car was broken down. And when the weavers stopped to help them, they waited for the Weavers to be up under the hood and they pulled a gun and said, freeze, you're under arrest and all this. And so... He was taken in, and he had his court date, and there was a part-time magistrate. You guys will have to give me a second to pull his name back up in my notes, but there was a part-time federal magistrate on this case who wrongly informed Weaver that by using his house for his bail so that way he could go back home and he didn't have to wait in jail for court, that if he lost his court case, he would lose his home which is not the case. The case is if you don't show up for court,
3: you it lose your, your home. assets.
2: And so he was wrongly given this information and then didn't, I guess, decided to just if I'm going to lose my home, you're going to have to come and get it from me. So he didn't show up to court. He still had his chance to show up to court. Uh, one, one documentary that I... Didn't find any evidence on my own to back this claim, but I wanted to mention it. They said that there was another mistake in the clerks where he was given the wrong date. But I don't think he, he, Randy Weaver was going to show up to that court anyway. He didn't believe in that government. That much you can definitely be sure of. Right. But I still think if he had known all he was going to have to do was go to jail for two years and his family could still live on his home, I think maybe he does go to court. Right, and he doesn't end it all in a standoff right there because all he, all he wanted was for his family to be left alone up there. Right, that was his goal, and once that was threatened, that's why this happened. And what happened next gets pretty bad. But and shit hits the fan. And speaking of shit hitting the fan, Nathan is back in play.
0: Oh yeah, I'm going I want to
2: second <laughs>
0: yeah. Nathan
1: for some reason. My. Laptop, laptop in, and in to, uh, take, a take a shit. shit.
2: So. Well, that's what happens when you take the laptop in with the into the bathroom with you. <laughs> so, yeah,
5: if,
2: yeah. If, is, there, a, is everything okay. is everything in good working order? I told you, man. Uh, segues. I'm I'm on good. it now. Leaning forward and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Right. Yeah, are, you, are we all good okay. on, on your end nathan i want to hear your stuff. what what you learn about ruby ridge did you miss everything we so talked basically about?
5: um
1: what what i know about it um and i heard you talking a little bit about that there um I'll, I'll just give a short version um basically the stuff about the the being an informant and uh dealing with the atf um apparently i saw uh, one of the ATF's um, informants themselves happened to uh, come upon uh, Randy Weaver at a. Uh, I, let me pull up this article here real quick. I can't remember if it was the. Um, it was the you know white supremacist meeting of some sort, um, and basically um, they said that. <clears throat> He sold them a. Uh, Randy Weaver sold a uh, agent, undercover agent, a sawed-off shotgun, and it led to the whole fiasco uh, between, you know, that is now known as Ruby Ridge. Yes, sir. Short version.
2: Cool. So we are on the same page as far as how he got there. So right. Um, Nathan, what what about the next part as far as what actually happened on Ruby Ridge. What What about those first few days?
1: Like what happened? Or, or my yeah, thoughts
2: on it? So I guess we can just go with what started the, what set the whole thing off, which would be essentially what his Weaver's son and Kevin Harris taking the dogs for a walk. Mm-hmm. because the uh yeah. the, the marshals were out waiting i
5: got
4: a
2: question
1: yeah
4: so like did they know the marshals were out there waiting on
1: him um i don't uh believe so okay yeah it's i but i like- um both the uh the team marshals and the weavers um do claim though that the dogs were alerted to the uh recon team marshals in the woods after neighbors uh, started up their pickup truck, which I've, you know, they, they both say it. So they're, I mean, they're kind of aware in that sense. Um, and then it, it just led to one thing to another, um, where, uh, cause Randy Marshall at the, uh, Y, um, in the trails where the trails ended up in Hawaii, um encountered them and ended up in a firefight and uh, they killed uh, the Weaver's dog at first so uh, Sam Weaver um, returned fire and then was shot in the back while retreating and killed and a uh, deputy as well was shot and killed um, so that you know that's basically how how the uh, Siege there uh, ended up starting. So the dog
3: got shot, and Mr. Weaver got shot.
2: No, Mr. Weaver's 13-year-old son. 14. Oh,
3: the son. 14.
2: 14. Mm-hmm. Sam Weaver, the son. So according, yeah, the, the story is that the dog. One of the one of the versions of the story is the dog was shot first, and that Sam cr- cried out, "You killed my dog! You son of a bitch!" And he shot at the marshals, and then they returned fire. And um, I also, I heard a version of the story that tried to claim that the Marshal died of friendly fire and not from Sam shooting. But there was the 23-year-old Kevin Harris who was also shooting at the Marshal's while he retreated. So it's and hard Kevin to say. Harris the is one the one about friendly fire, fire. Yeah, is the 23-year-old friend
0: of the family that <laughs> came to help them out. <laughs> I heard about the friendly fire theory uh, from coast to coast, I'm pretty sure, as well. Okay
2: which that was not my source of it so it's Sorry, uh,
0: what's the yeah. evidence for that entry, entry wounds idea that's like supposedly uh, from entry wounds they established that theory
4: but did they were they using the same caliber of like weaponry was the bullet like a through through
0: I'm not sure huh. I never looked I never pulled the uh, autopsy reports or anything for it my bad that's fine but to be able to, to I mean it's just something people say I'm not. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, it's just this is all food for thought. Yeah, we
2: didn't necessarily climb down every rabbit hole, no, there's right? Not really too many of those because yeah, are. No, there really there's are too many. So I, uh,
1: go I've ahead. actually never before you guys started talking about just now. I've never heard the uh, friendly fire uh, theory. Actually, I don't know whether or not that's a case of bad research here, or uh, or something else. But that that is not something I've heard before.
3: Okay, yeah, at least a couple of us haven't. Okay, Fair so enough. so that started the whole siege yeah. situation.
0: Yeah, you had, after that on August 21st.
3: So how many days the 22nd, after the FBI Sam joined the Marshals? Sam? After Sam got shot, how many days was that when the FBI joined? The next day. The next
0: day. The next day. They joined immediately because of the fact a marshal died.
3: Yeah, so um,
2: also something to keep in mind at this po- at this point, no one but the Weavers and Kevin Harris know that Sam is dead. The marshals have no idea that they've killed the boy. Oh, really? Yes. He's, yeah, that is... Did he, like, make it home and bleed out? I don't know that he made it home and bled out, but I, I know he was... I believe shot four times all in the midsection area um, I'm not sure that he made it all the way home but it was it was a pretty large property right. but uh, for instance mr. Weaver was outside the, this, the entire the, the entire time this whole thing happened and saw none of it right he was just out there and I believe at one point he started firing his shotgun into the air to call for Sammy to return home um, but he had no knowledge of the marshals didn't see him didn't see any of that stuff happen. yeah so it the, just, yeah, by, just to paint barking, a picture of like how, what the property kind of was like. Right. So It's a
3: large property. Yeah, yeah. Would, probably
2: I would think, well, quite a lot of woods
3: because. Okay. Um, so the marshals were in one section of the woods, and that was the section that Sam and the dog were in, and mm-hmm. Weaver, Mister Weaver, was in a separate area.
0: Yeah, out by the house. Gotcha. The, yeah, the way I read it was, the dogs were barking. At something alerting them to something on the property Kevin and Sammy went to go check it out with dog got it and that's when they encountered each other bullets started flying Um, it's it's seriously a Han Solo situation you have the FBI saying they shot first and the Weavers say no you shot my fucking dog and then I shot back at you to defend myself you know I mean you shoot my dog because you're gonna
3: attack me right (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. So FBI joins the second day. Yes.
0: And that's and, where enter FBI sharpshooter Lonnie Harucci.
2: Is it? let say his name right. Yeah, it's pretty close. I'm. Or is it Lon Harucci? It. The important thing is, I wish we had like a double jeopardy sound because <laughs> Lou has just brought up our connecting <laughs> factor of tonight's two topics. <laughs> This guy was also wrong sound. <laughs> it's the wrong sound.
5: Horuji right. was also
2: involved in the Waco siege. Yes, that would happen almost seven years later. Well, wait.
3: Would that be, really be a connection?
2: Waco happened in '93. Oh which says The Murrah building was bombed in '95. That's right. I, was, I confused the dates with would that Oklahoma City? Would that same. really
3: be a connection? Because what—that's just his job. He was just told to go there.
0: Well, Idaho was in Idaho. Well, Waco was in Texas.
3: Well, if he's a
2: federal yeah, but, but no time. But timeout. So the reason that Buddy asked about the question, the reason this is important is because. Poor is the man that shot Vicky Weaver in the head while she stood in her doorway while she was holding her baby. Okay, he's the sharpshooter. So he's definitely is. a sociopath. So, but I mean, Possibly. But the argument, essentially, the, the the only thing the FBI will agree with, I know they won't they won't take any blame. But what no. what gets the the scapegoat here is the rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. And Nathan, did you have anything to add to that that whole part?
1: Um, no, that, I mean, that's, you know, that, that that's perfect there. Um, like, I mean, the rules have engaged, a couple of the rules um, I, I would just like to mention, um, and I'll only mention two here. Um, one is, if any adult male is observed with a weapon prior to the announcement, deadly force can and should be employed if the shot can be uh, taken without endangering any children. Um, and then another one. Um, if any adult in the compound is observed with a weapon after the surrender announcement is made, is not attempting to surrender, um, deadly force cannon should be used to employ uh, to neutralize the uh, individual there. Um, and whether or not you, you can argue um, that the endangering any children um, or not endangering any children was still applied. Um you know, I I just it's well, she, interesting how those those words change there.
4: So she wasn't holding a weapon open. the sec yeah, so the second part still definitely doesn't apply. She definitely didn't like still have a weapon, she completely surrendered, like she didn't pose a threat. Well that was, that was
0: long before her surrender. That's uh, who at this point who knows what words were exchanged between. Oh, uh, okay. He could have just been out in the woods by himself because he was a
3: sharpshooter. So I have another question then.
0: But they had this house under surveillance.
3: So the the rules of engagement specifically state an adult male. Yes. Yeah,
4: that's when you're considered a threat.
3: So an adult <laughs> female is less likely a, a threat than an adult male. That's the whatever. funny thing about sexism that they don't want to talk about.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> they can drug I mean, all the motherfuckers. I'm gonna be scared around. just the same amount as a girl pointing a gun at me as a guy. No exactly. doubt. It's the
4: equalizer.
3: Alright, so anyway. Um, that's the one point in this was that the rules of engagement did not allow for the sharpshooter to shoot Mrs. Weaver.
2: There's also the, even probably the bigger fact is that the rules of, that there were rules of engagement implied at all towards a citizen. Yeah. Over what amounts to a, a essentially in a normal case probably would have been a fine. Yeah. yeah, when you're talking, about when you're dealing with the ATF, Literally. that's usually the ATF was originated just to collect taxes yeah. on these three federally taxed items, and look at what they've become now. But so essentially, what you're talking about from Weaver probably was eight hundred dollars in fines, but it was just done over mere defiance and not wanting to be, you know. As but now here's the thing about Vicki Weaver, she was the one sending letters when they were barricaded about. We will not submit to you whores of babylon all that stuff like that so she did god bless stoke, that woman she stoked the fire not, she dead, didn't man. deserve for she didn't deserve what she got for it i didn't mean to i, I burped in the middle of saying mm. she stoked the fire i did not but <laughs> so i think that was part of what they were going with was she was the threat she was thought of as the mastermind
1: in, in um go ahead I also want to say that there's a, a, a Senate report, and I'll see if I can – I know the name of it, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to pull it up um, that I've seen uh, that basically uh, considered and criticized the rules of engagement. Um, there's two other rules. I can read those off if you want. Um, yeah. Basically, virtually, shoot on site. Like, doesn't matter <laughs> what exactly – Ooh. um you know basically shoot on site there um See, which as we
2: now hey nathan your your connection's a little bad right now but I do want to hear that point whatever you said that's
1: um can you am i coming in better now or not at all no you're good it's yeah, just you're... it stuttered for a second yeah I
2: just I just wanted to
1: okay. yeah you're good now um, I mean, my point, uh, and I I talked a little more about this and apparently didn't go through, but I'll just make this short. Basically, a Senate report criticized the rules of engagement as basically virtually...
0: A Senate report
1: repudiated these rules of engagement? No, they basically, uh, stated in the report that these were shoot-on on, uh, site orders.
0: Okay, so <laughs> they were they were cued uh, given the go ahead to go in and kill. I thought that essentially. was
4: just movies, a shoot on sight order. I didn't know that was real.
0: Oh yeah, just as soon as you
4: see a motherfucker, there goes
0: your fair trial. Well, that's 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 where we're talking about the elimination of our Fourth Amendment rights and our Fifth Amendment rights.
4: Okay, go on.
0: You know, the Fourth Amendment being the uh, due process. And the Fifth Amendment being the chance to say, "I take the Fifth Amendment to please silent until my day in court." The Fourth Amendment. What were
4: they trying to make him testify against himself?
0: They were trying. uh What?
4: Well, like that's what the Fifth Amendment is, right? Is that you don't have to testify against yourself. So right. You have
0: the right to remain
4: silent. Yeah. So like they were, were they? They were there to arrest or kill him. Or they well, no, and that, that's 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 a like, deeper argument
0: of of how these actions circumvent the Constitution that doesn't give these people due process. Well,
3: doesn't he waive his right when he skips court? No. <laughs> A warrant is issued for yeah, your you arrest. you should be
4: arrested and not shoot on sight. That's what's so weird to me. Yeah. Well, arrested. the
3: shoot on sight order was probably given after shots were exchanged, and they they barricaded themselves in the house. I don't know. You tell me, Lou. Uh,
0: well, from what... Nathan was saying, and Kevin, uh, you know, I'm not, were they given a sight on shoot scenario or green light before the siege initiated? Yeah, like if you just shoot a lady in the doorway, you'd have to think that they were.
4: And they shot the, if they, sh- who says and they shot they the they dog shot first? they shot the
0: dog. Do they say they shot the dog first? They, they don't say they shot the dog oh. first. Did Do they say that happened in, you know, crossfire or whatever? Okay. That was one of the one of the things that they've said. Um, that's the funny thing about how the government changes their story sometimes.
3: Yeah. You know. So, what are the arguments on the table regarding this? The, uh, what the, uh, fact that they use lethal force and or what?
0: Honestly, what I think happened, it, it was a punched fucking arrest warrant. That just ended up making everybody look fucking bad. Yeah.
3: You know, it's not a good situation. Exactly.
0: Because, you know, you figure the FBI, that's the agency that would have been giving, you know, shoot on site, you know, scenarios. Mm -hmm. That's the paramilitary organization that federally conducts investigations of these matters. So it's. It's a shitty fucking warrant. That's that's what happened. They tried to they tried to turn this guy, and he said no. Didn't show up for court, and they went to serve the arrest warrant. And like I said, you know, you, you have this this classic Han Solo scenario: who shot first?
4: Yeah,
0: that's fucking. And I mean, it's really who you want to who like you know. This is this is. This is, who do you want to believe, really? Whose story do you, do you think? Yeah. Who do you, like, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's fucking tragic. I mean, the man, his son died. You know, that, that's, you know, and his, his wife got shot holding their infant daughter. You know, I mean, all of this could have been avoided. But it and wasn't. It wasn't you the know, I mean, Oh, definitely. Well, it, it was the uh, combined task force. Of the ATF, FBI, and US Marshals. Big government, big problems.
3: Yeah. Well, I can see why this was a huge issue back in the day. the government needs a lot of lube.
4: Mo government, no problems. Oh, yeah, but, <laughs> Jesus. It almost sounds like they were there to try and get this guy for a few bucks essentially in fines. And then like they locked him up and realized his property was worth a lot more than that shit. And like just fucking he decided to fight back after
2: they're about to take everything.
3: Well they yeah Well that's what he thinks. Sort of,
2: yeah. They didn't necessarily want him for his, his fine theory. at that's first. Okay, right. They are
0: classic. They didn't go fine first, but that the price They went way.
2: informant first. Classic espionage yeah. tactic, oh, okay. man.
0: Turn to oh. inform it. That's how you get that's how you get your lean on them You know, you turn it that's that's classic turn it into informant one oh one.
4: If this guy's so low, they're hitting him up to saw some shotguns, like, who's he going to inform? Well, that's
2: the idea, is you, you're you not... It's going to be hard to get somebody in a higher level you're trying to get. Who that's, are that's they the going to the know? Door. Nobody is stupid
4: enough to go outside for a fucking somebody to cut the barrel of a shotgun down.
0: That's just bringing on a the. Fu- You'd be surprised how much this shit works. I would be, I'm
4: sure. It's fucking... pure are stupid. I, I forget that sometimes.
3: Oh, well, yeah, I mean... But it's especially scary when stupid people are given power. Oh definitely. Which sounds like is the case. And in this how situation. fucking
4: ignorant is that law to begin with? The idea that you like he was a quarter of an inch off the league. What is the difference in that with the concealability or with lethality? Like that is the most ignorant fucking bullshit law that you could apply to a gun. Well like if that didn't
3: exist, everybody would still be alive. Counterpoint what if you give a quarter inch, what's saying? Well, what's three quarters of an inch? What's exactly, an inch? I agree with
4: you completely. What's three quarters of an inch? Who gives a fuck?
3: <laughs> well, That's you have good. to set the bar somewhere.
4: Why? Huh? Why? I we we save it for sixty grit radio. Let's get back to this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, oh, are we
2: gonna have a gun debate? No, this yeah. one will get off. I think yeah.
0: <laughs> that'll be good though. It was getting off.
2: Yeah, I just did everywhere.
0: Sassy, kinky, pinky Speaking
2: of getting off here, Nate, uh, what what do you think about Ruby Ridge? Do you agree with Lou that it's just sort of like a botched warrant situation? Um, Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, also Also think think
1: that 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 it was was a abuse of of power that, and I say abuse of power because it, you know. It's, they set up a sort of siege. I mean, I will say that I don't necessarily think that, you know, Randy Weaver and company were going to go quietly, but um, I think the force used and the rules... But kind of Just one thing, though, just
2: so everybody knows, Randy Weaver got out alive. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Just so I just think that should be... He actually got as- $3.5 million because of the death of his wife and son.
1: Yeah, and he only ended up uh having to go to jail for four months plus time served. Yeah, four um,
0: months plus time served.
2: All was about all of these things that happened. Mm-hmm. How big of a Touched story money. this was and what <laughs> and what it turned into. Yeah. It that's that's why this one has so many different angles Ooh. you can look at it because <laughs> part of it stinks like it's just a whole big show. Yeah. Except un- but unfortunately a mother and child were the the casualties of that show yeah even
0: weaver got what he needed so the movie hannibal do you remember when clarice starling shoots the woman holding the baby and when she's talking to her uh field director or whoever her supervisor was Mm -hmm. and he directly says this is the last thing we need after ruby ridge
3: ah that's
0: where that came from gotcha
3: it all clicks now. Thanks for that, Luke.
0: Yay! <laughs> so
4: this fucking sniper that connects the two, what's up <laughs> with that shit?
2: So,
3: okay. Well, are we done discussing Ruby Ridge before we make the connection yet?
0: I mean, that <laughs> time served, $3.5 million. If you guys want to move the fuck on, we can. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I like I mean, Kevin's point. Like, <laughs> I like Kevin's point. Like All of that for that right well like the caveat
0: that ties into the next kind of two topics really is Is yeah the sharpshooter ties to waco waco ties to timothy mcveigh who ties to fucking okay well before we move
2: on i should point out that ruby ridge also ties directly to timothy mcveigh it Mm -hmm. is despite regardless of what witness and who knew him at what point they will all say that ruby ridge was the point in which he went from being loyal government troop to saying, like, okay, the government has gone too far here. Right. Something needs to be done. Whether you think, because you mentioned the sheep dipping side. Oh, yeah. And there is definitely, we'll get into that next week with old Timmy boy, because... He also was going around at Area Nation meetings under the name Tim Tuttle, selling books and stuff like that. There's, on he these, has handing these, out
0: business cards with yeah. the sniper's name and address. Special, so the Patriot would uh do a little something, something special forces background and all that stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's that theory too. But
2: I wanted to point that out because this does have its direct connection to right. Ruby Ridge. Although Timothy McVeigh was in the audience for. The next event. Well, that. Okay. For, for Waco. I just
0: have to say, how fucking creepy is it that he got that dude's fucking address? Free As internet. F- <laughs> As an
3: FBI sharpshooter. Right. Free internet.
0: <laughs> got that shit. That's some. What the fuck balls?
1: Shit. Yeah.
2: What were you saying, Nathan?
1: Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just, just reading. reading. To get all that, you know, pre-internet days, I mean, you, you got to do some searching. Yeah, it
2: takes a lot of time at the library, probably. Oh, well definitely. So that's, that's probably exactly how that went
0: down. My my theory <laughs> is because uh, they the the, the Weaver family, the wife and husband, were interviewed in '85 by the FBI because of what they believed to be the, the connection to the white supremacy movement and. That whole arena, I think he was selling guns to them. You know, some dudes like, hey, fuck it, they pay me for this shit. I might as well set, make money from it. That's where they they make this the connection that he's selling them guns. Try to try to turn them as an informant. That fails, and this whole fucking why
4: don't they try chaos to buy ensues. a more. Like, difficult to make guns. Why do they go so... St- that just seems like such a huge risk. Like, such a huge th- to lose somebody. Like, it takes a real... Sp- it doesn't even take a real specialist, but it's a lot harder to make an AR fully automatic or do some... Like, put a silencer, like, threads on a fucking gun or something like that. Like, why go so, like, simple to me? If, like, he was actually legit dealing guns to the fucking KKK, mm-hmm. he would have been in deep enough to know, like, don't fall for that stupid shit.
0: Just a little interjection. Silencers for uh, guns don't work the way you think they work necessarily. The in, listener, yeah, the uh, like in James Bond, it's not the it doesn't muffle it that way. It, it's to make the gunshot sound like it's from further away, so it only it only dampens the noise by. A half to maybe some of the better ones do uh, two thirds or so. I understand that. I was saying threading a barrel to
4: allow a suppressor to be added to it.
0: I feel it um, was a little bit more difficult. But you see what I'm saying. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not like it makes it completely silent. No, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm kind of throwing into your because that's you know as a hunter, I, you know, you 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 should take respect for the other people out there you know hunting and you know you don't want to you know take your shot and stare off something they're doing necessarily. Right. You know, I mean that's, there's a legitimate reason to have that. Yeah, in Europe it's considered rude to not
4: use a
2: suppressor when you're firing.
4: Right. Uh, but <laughs> that's the difference between cultures and still we have our gun laws that we have.
2: So the, uh, the other thing, that this is nice because this ties directly into how these two things tie together, which is gun modifications. This same simple BS is what started the whole Waco siege. Yeah. Over what would eventually, as we'll see, would amount into just a few hundred dollars in fines, possibly maybe more. It might have been a bigger number. It all just sort of depends on how many weapons they actually had. But they were accused mainly of just modifying assault rifles, mm-hmm. and there were some added allegations that had often been disproved that just so happened to be printed about the church's leader the day before the, that Waco was sieged. Uh, I believe, I want to say it was February 20th and then the siege was on the
1: 21st. Those days, I might be
2: off on those days. i yeah. mm-hmm. The, the article. Article. Nate's got it.
1: The, uh, yeah, the article yeah. in the Waco uh, Tribune Herald, I don't know if that's what you're specifically talking about. Um. It's called the Sinful Messiah. Um, it was yes. published February 27th, or at least started to be published February
3: 27th. Okay. They called him the what?
0: The,
1: the Sinful, Sinful
0: Messiah. Messiah. He thought he was uh, Jesus or something like no, that. No, he
2: he did not.
0: But that's was great that? that you pointed that out
2: because that that was one, was one of the allegations. Yeah. There, I actually. He, earlier today watched an interview where someone was asking him that and he laughed it off and said no you know I never claimed that I was Jesus um but, but the the story the picture that was painted right before the siege happened was okay here's a guy who thinks he's Jesus he's a pedophile he's the next Jim Jones dash yeah. little back note there is speaking of people that are connected again Jim Jones Grew up next door to a guy who would become, I like, believe the director of the FBI or I can't. I'll have to look that stuff up again for But Jim Jones was connected to alpha beta agencies again. Like that's right. It's an interesting thing that seems to happen with these weird cult things. I have a small idea they might just be little uh, experiments yeah. going on. Yeah. But um, little MK Ultra been, was, Yeah. So he was pinned as this bad guy, and that was given. That was what emotionally gave people the reason. But these guys sent tanks. Twelve. Twelve fucking
0: tanks. Twelve tanks. On a compound. It is believed that it is the largest military force organized against a civilian target. Yeah,
2: three three army helicopters. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
2: So
3: was this like a, a community? Yeah, it was its own
0: compound. It was called...
2: uh, It was was the Mount Mount Carmel
0: Carmel. uh, Medical Center, I believe. Or not Mount Carmel. Maybe it was was just the Mount Carmel Center. Oh, that's what it was.
1: Yeah. It was called Mount Carmel.
0: Mount Carmel. And
3: uh, it was a hospital, people.
0: I don't know what it it was. It was their car. It was where they lived. Did they they build it? I didn't Yeah,
2: they, okay. they, they built it. They, they bought. I their, heard it was pretty shit conditions. They moved from California out to Waco. Uh, I can't remember exactly what point. They had been out in Waco for a long time. The Branch Davidians? Yes, the Branch Davidians. And so a lot of the allegations that went Vernon Howells way, which he would change his
0: name to David Koresh, mm-hmm. some of them came oh, from... Oh, man, you took my, the question I was going to ask. I was going to be all... <laughs> what was David Koresh's birthday
2: he um Vernon Howell beat out essentially the the former leader and when he was when he lost leadership he got mad he left he accused Vernon of touching children and all this stuff and so it got looked into found to be not true and then uh, later again they, Texas State yeah they were kicked out yeah they, these they were they were investigated multiple times on multiple allegations and always found that nothing was wrong child services have been to the compound many times and so, yeah, essentially what it came down to was ATF violations, so just some fine money. Again, and these guys roll up with tanks and tear gas. And, I mean, have you guys seen the video of the
4: Waco siege? I've before? seen it on fire, and I've seen the batter grams on yeah. the front of tanks, like, knocking in walls. Yeah. Have you, you seen the... Could you just play
0: some of Have you seen the on Siege?
4: The, uh, yeah. the like, uh, tanks and so breaking into, the window. into it. Oh,
0: okay. The tanks were firing on the building. With, uh, what, it was 123-something souls, plus or minus. Maybe 132 souls. That was how many people were there. Uh, 82 people lost their lives, I believe. 20, I I saw mixed reports, which, again, is just kind of like, how do you find mixed reports with something that you would think is a fact? Right. Well, they didn't keep very good records. Nate, fact check that number. I saw 24 to 26 children died during the siege that the uh, Janet Reno said was executed to protect children. <laughs> it's kind of ironic how that happens. That it's amazing how the, the best intentions can often do the most harm. Did I see an
4: article the other day that it was somehow attached to Hillary?
0: Yeah, she picked Janet Reno to be the attorney general. Oh, OK. Well, also, um, three of the four
2: uh, three of the four agents that died in there were former Clinton security yep. guards. So oh, there, you know, that, drop some bodies. that list, yeah, that list. That the, uh, Clinton blue, body yeah, on your, they're on that list that you showed RJ earlier. And it's interesting when you watch the footage, um, I'm going to try to pull some up here, but those of you that are familiar with it, when the uh, when they break into the upstairs window with the crowbar, mm-hmm. you watch that three people go in and then the fourth person stays outside, and then that fourth person throws a grenade in and starts blind firing, and then bullets come right. out through the wall, and it and it looks like when you watch it in order as it goes, it looks like you know one guy let these three guys walk in and then you just lit them, up. lit them up from the yeah yeah, and because it was clear. literally like
0: two fucking seconds, boom. Okay, I yeah.
4: So if you breach a wall and it's at a dividing wall of two rooms, it would make sense to send your group of guys into a room that maybe you knew was clear because you could see through a window, Mm -hmm. and then throw a grenade into the room directly beside you to clear that so they can move into there immediately. And then, you know, they would have the disorientation with everything. If anybody survived that, they'd be ready for it. In the video,
0: can you tell if that's a thing? Typically, when you throw a hand grenade, flash bomb, whatever grenade, you aim... For the center of the ceiling, so it drops down in the middle of the room. That's where it has its maximum impact or maximum efficiency. Yeah, all bomb, explode before they hit
4: the drone. Exactly. The
0: lesser, and so I mean, you almost have kind of a bouncing Betty situation, where it turns you all into spaghetti. Right. And you you literally he just kind of plops it in, dude.
2: Okay. I got you. We've, I was just curious. I got it up on the screen. I'm just little, always,
1: like, a little you skeptical of video look.
4: lining up perfectly to three dead bodyguards and wondering if maybe it was just, maybe that was their tactical move there. But that's, if he just fucking plopped them in, I guess I can see, like, how it looks a little funny. For sure. Well,
0: that's something you figure these dudes just jump through a window. How fast are they really, like, if... You're, what you do is you, you go to that door, after clearing the room,
5: Here it is. and then you
0: wait for that guy to come in from the window. Nate,
2: what are your thoughts, man?
1: Well, Ooh, um, um, just the number you, you asked me to pack check,
0: uh, 25 kids in on. Oh, 45. 25. 25. Oh, 25. And um, what, was, what was the total?
1: um i saw um let me scroll here uh about 80 sect members i've seen like 78 80 um and then i think it was uh six agents i believe uh four atf agents in the initial raid yeah
2: yeah, and this is the initial raid. is the footage that we have up right now. Um, although it just froze on us a little bit. But this is the part that I was talking about. Um, or maybe they did freeze it. I don't know. I, I've got the audio turned off just so we can have this playing in the background. But it looks too... Oh, why does it keep pausing on me like that? This this, damn computer of mine. But so, Nathan, but what are your thoughts as far as when you look at this incident, what do you, what do you think happened here? Do you think the, uh, one of the big questions is who shot first, but who do you, who do who do you think's to blame? you think wake up people were just nuts or was this overreach again?
1: Um, I think it was an overreach. Um, I will say the, the branch of Davidians, uh, were, you know, they were nuts. Um, I've read something, um, An article that, you know, basically um, in these, and it talks about the child survivors uh, specifically, but they, uh, the children that survived the cult, they did believe that they were going to actually die young, um, not necessarily from the siege, but um, just to quote the article here, um, let me find the line. During Koresh's Bible study sessions, which could be as long as 12 hours, he preached a vision of violent confrontation with the government. He taught his followers that the mission was to lead them into the final battle, which would end the world and take them onto eternal glory. Um, the members understood that meant they would die.
0: Yes, I heard that too. And I, I also heard that. The parents were supposed to die and come back as angels to avenge themselves
1: well, I, I heard that
2: about this group so the other and and some of those things I I believe it's true that some of the branch Davidians at the end came to the conclusion that they were going to burn the place down right but what is also true is that the FBI knew this because they had 51 days that they were outside and they had fiber optic cameras and they had audio they could see and hear everything that was going on in that house, so when they showed up with those smoke grenades and, awesome. and stuff like that, you know, they, they knew what was going to happen, and and the other, the other conspiracy theorists would throw out that it was done on Patriots Day, and that it was done as sort of like a big screw you to these guys, like to do it on like a right wing sort of holiday like that.
3: <laughs> that's a little. That wild. seems like some that's a bit much. <laughs> that, but
0: I possibly. That's what we're here for, right? To put I, to put them all out there. Definitely, and that's you know, if if you have tanks circling you, what what would you think would be your best option to run away? You set the building on fire and try to run away. Oh, you think they <laughs> so do that would kind of make themselves? sense? I mean, to an extent. But the thing that we really see here is where. Wiretapping and audio surveillance was brought up in abuse from this.
4: But if they could use it for that, why couldn't they use it to be like, yeah, they're not raping little kids in there. They're fine.
2: (laughs) Well, because they they found out they didn't have guns. At that point, they they had accused the Davidians of firing first, and so now it was conspiracy to murder. Yeah, That's what they were all charged for. The 11 survivors or something were all charged for conspiracy to murder, I believe. That was one of the charges. Um, You know what the fucking state has been said?
4: (laughs) Don't join the
0: cult. One of the uh, conspiracies (laughs) is that uh, Koresh's right-hand man killed him, started the fire, and then killed himself or something along those lines.
2: Yeah, Steve Schneider. He's the one who did a lot of the negotiating with the FBI. But so, Nathan, this was the part I wanted to show you guys, because these these three officers that climb in this window apparently are, according to one of the documentaries I watched, are the three dead ones. There's, it's a, difficult to fact check who walked in there and who actually died. But it's weird when you watch these three guys walk in, and then you watch the fourth guy who was on the roof then attack this room that you saw his three comrades go in. So I wanted to just kind of show you that. In the background here, um,
3: so he's breaking the window.
2: So yeah, as far as yeah, we'll have to keep trying talking to through the, it for just the those audio. Some pretty good those jerks, drapes though, right? Drapes. Off. Oh yeah, I like it. You guys are watching it over on the other screen. I see. Yeah, we're like a few seconds lunch, Yeah, well, so there's that dude pull laying down on the roof. The, the cover too. Nate, are you are you able to watch all this right now, Nate? Uh
4: Please. yeah,
1: it's rolling pretty well.
2: Flying from a different window, then. Yeah. So these three get in here.
4: And there's definitely not a room right
3: beside that room. That's definitely a, a room. Yeah, you see a
0: gutter spout coming off the corner of that
2: building. Yeah.
3: Did it just go back? Yeah, I think they're talking about in the video. Mm. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. About... Yeah, he's
2: showing the flashbang here. And it's just this is an interesting part of the siege because as you're watching it, you would notice that they aren't taking any fire right now. Right. they are taking any fire at all.
1: Alert the into the holes,
2: dirt. Alert into the dirt. You, if, if you're hearing the audio, you're hearing a lot of gunfire, but there were a lot of ATF agents behind cars peppering because the arguments that the, on the Davidian side was we David Koresh was standing out at the front door saying, don't shoot. We have women and children here. We, we want to talk to you and that their story is that agents fired first and that at that point that's why they refused to let the children out because they were afraid that the fbi was just gonna the agents would just shoot anyone that they let out
3: so the three went in and the guy laying on the roof gets up and starts blasting in that room why because he doesn't he doesn't think that they're in there or it's all a
2: part of the conspiracy well yeah again it depends on which lens you're looking at it you could say okay those three should have cleared that room. I don't know anyone tactically who would say, yeah, after three <laughs> men go in and clear a room, you need to flash bang and blind fire. And then here's, uh, he when goes like, down. then here's when you get the return fire, the bullets come through. And so what this what this documentary that we're showing footage of called the Waco Massacre is, this documentary was out to prove that the Clintons had a lot to do with this. And so what right. they pointed out, what, what they brought to the table was, That these three men that died in the siege were those three men that climbed in that window the three former secret service agents on the on the clinton staff so and then you do you see the bullet holes come through the wall but again so it's like they weren't taking any fire then those three guys come in and so at the very least it it makes you know another conspiracy would be those that lean a little heavier into the false flags things being things being more staged how and, fucking men though, like to guess about
4: where he should be standing to shoot back at him and get that fucking close. And they
2: and yeah, and he takes <laughs> oh, off after this. Yeah, yeah, he pieces out, dude. So you figure those were his comrades shooting back? Hey. At a conspiracy then, right? I would think so. Yeah, well, yeah, I I think so, Nate. What do you think about this footage that we're seeing right now? To be
0: presidential bodyguards, you have to be
1: elite. I I mean, it's it's. Why would you? You know your comrades are in there, and you're, you know, I to to piece out like that, and to you know just leave them behind. It's kind of fishy, honestly. Um, I I don't pass that. I mean, I, I I don't know what else, but um, I mean that 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 video is interesting to say the least, and. Unfortunately, I don't know that we're ever going to know, um, you know, who shot first, you know, because the government's going to say one thing, and a good majority of the people that were still, you know, that could say something on the other side, you know, they're unfortunately perish. Unfortunately, fortunately, you know, however you feel about this incident, or they're serving
2: martyrism, um, because it do you, another little interesting fact about uh, I'll have to pull up the. Exact logistics on this, but the guys that were found guilty out of the Waco siege were uh, not—they were not convicted of murder. They were convicted of uh, the a a federal offense. But the judge then, uh, in his ruling, because they were convicted of handling—it was the weapons that they handled, I believe—was the federal Mm -hmm. offense they were given. But because they were convicted of a federal offense, then the judge. Could have given them a maximum of forty years, and he gave all but two of them the maximum of forty years, uh, even the ones that were thought not to really have had that big of a role. So they—they really all got. It's there's no Randy Weaver in this scenario. Um, There's nobody that got off, essentially, that made off with money and not much time served.
1: Well, four of them, uh, four of the the people on trial, they, they were acquitted on all charges, um, and any murder related charges, uh, everybody was, uh, acquitted, um, acquitted of those as well. Uh, and now five of them were convicted on aiding and embedding the voluntary manslaughter of federal agents. And then eight of them were convicted on firearms charges. So, you know, it's it it's a ruby ridge in a sense of the punishment you know um nobody went to jail for really killing the you know federal agents
2: yeah which but which kind of uh what i think about it is yeah there's really no way to prove that anybody killed those federal agents based on what we just saw we saw something that was really weird and fishy and we know that Think of football player, uh, was it Pat Tillman? He was killed from friendly fire. I mean, it's something that happens. So there is always the possibility that mistakes are made out in the field and that the guys who you've already deemed the bad guys are just going to get blamed for that too. Right. Um, And the fact that nobody gets that big murder charge, nobody gets, you know, it makes you wonder, and you never see any footage of a Branch Davidian opening fire on. There's no, there's no shootout here. You see a lot of footage of one side. You see a lot of footage of the barrage, but you don't see any of the fighting back. Um, it's sort of like that guy in Oregon. What was his name? That was. The Finnegan. The Finnegan. Thank you. That was supposedly reaching for his gun when when he was shot. Although they had claimed that they were all traveling unarmed, and it wouldn't have made sense for him to really travel. I don't know if he had a gun or not, but they. I they, heard
0: the gun that they allegedly picked up on him
2: was taken. They ran
0: the serial number, and it was pulled out of FBI lockup. Yeah, tied with like two bodies. Because
2: he had, the, yeah, it. They had said that they were going out there unarmed, so yeah. I, somebody's lying. Because they were on going to one. meet up
0: with the sheriffs to negotiate. That was the whole point of them leaving the compound. And that was the, a very sad thing.
2: What what social media, the way they reacted to that, you know, referring to those people as Al Qaeda and all this stuff. And- Dude,
4: well, <laughs> they picked a bit of a weird cause to get behind in a weird time, in a weird place, in a weird rally like call. Like, if it, it could have been, if it was a different movement, I could have totally gotten behind it. And I'm completely libertarian, fuck the government. But man, like, just the way they did everything was wrong. Like they could have picked a better spot, a better late time, and a lot better of a crowd to attract. Yeah, they did themselves that.
2: That like, I'll, I'll give you. the say the media but, helped, but
0: again. <laughs>
4: yeah, no doubt. But they were not helping themselves. No. At all, and like raising fees. I mean, that's that would be a thing even without the government, like having to pay it across through people's random and shit. So as much as I'm anti-tax. Like, what they were, it's it's a thing that most farmers, like, are cool with, they deal with, because they are using uh, their own resources. I don't think the government should own it, but they're still going to have to pay some way to cross through that more than likely. They're
0: yeah, mean, especially if it was private land.
4: Them. I almost would have been more behind them if they got picked up or they were being pursued because they cut a quarter inch too far down the shotgun barrel.
0: But it had more to do with the Bureau of Land Management allegedly stealing land.
4: Well, they're legend. The stealing of the land was they shouldn't own the land. It should be like up for anybody's grab. But what I'm saying is, if they didn't steal the land, then somebody else would have owned the land and used it. What What's going on, man? Nate.
2: Is the mic there? Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, I I think Nathan mm-hmm. is still here. They fall asleep. Yeah, no,
1: no, it, it's yeah. cut still cutting in and out a little bit, and I'm
2: yeah it's trying that, to
1: figure out here.
2: They're still on dial-up in Indiana. I don't, yeah. I
1: don't know. Yeah, we're we're back in 1990s. No
2: internet out there. Yeah, I don't think it's in the 90s yet, man. It might. Yeah, well, I'll give you a
4: 1994. Hmm. So AOL. Do you guys have any, like, clear-cut picture for what actually went down in Waco, like, that you guys subscribe to? Or are you still,
2: like, eh? I can't—I really can't understand it. Again, I can't understand the use of such force. I don't know why uh, the—a lot uh, of—you don't hear of too many sieges like that or SWAT team incidents. Or tanks going that way. Circling. Tanks going in— the part that blows my mind is it's all done under the idea of what well, we were doing it to save the children and get the children out of there, but it's like, but you killed them. Most them of the yeah. yeah, you killed most of them. And they talk about the tear gas that they use, and you can watch. Um, man, I can't. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, I need to look that up. It was outlawed than mm-hmm. wartime kind of years. What? The tear gas? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. I think an angle we haven't talked about here that I that is very important to me is, um, preceding the raid, um, they there was a uh, self-described cult expert and deprogrammer affiliated with the Cult Awareness Network, um, who would go on networks and talk about David Koresh, um, you know how he was advising authorities. Uh, about what actions should be uh, done to take in the end the siege. And um, I think that's a big thing that, um, you know, uh, played in there, um, you know, portraying a harshly negative. Now, I will say Crush was, you know, obviously nuts. And, you know, there's some problems in there. But, um, you know, I've also read something where um, religious scholars, um, you know, have stated that and also, you know, helped try to resolve the uh, conflict, so it wouldn't necessarily end up how it was. Um, you know, they they were tra- another aspect of this, which relates to the cult awareness network thing. Um, they two uh, scholars, um, James Tabor and Philip Arnold. Um, you know, they were trying to help the FBI um, help David Koresh. Um, be persuaded of an alternative interpret- interpretation of the book of Revelation, um, which would have, that alternative interpretation would have ended up with a, uh, a piece, um, but the FBI didn't wait as long as they were uh, told they should wait, because they said um, the, the two religious scholars here um, stated that um, it was an estimated two weeks for Koresh to complete a manuscript sparked by an alternative interpretation, which would have then ended up coming out peacefully instead of, you know, the siege and the uh, the fires we know today.
2: Yeah, it, it, they were getting dicked back and the fort. Hey, man, turn your uh,
4: volume down if you could, not we're getting feedback. Oh,
2: is that what that was? Yeah. 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 I, All right. All right. Carry on. Well, I see. yeah. Sorry. I still heard myself there for a second. I had to pause it. Uh, I lost my train of thought there. What did I just say? I apologize. The
0: fires that we know of today.
2: Huh.
0: What?
3: Something about
0: the fires <laughs> we know what, of that's today. That's the last thing Nate said. Oh. The, the fires? The Waco fires? Is that a was your Phantom Pond, or no? Oh no! What I was
2: saying was, he uh, they were they were going back and forth. Oh, it was, David Crush kept saying he kept asking for extensions on that manuscript, mm. saying he needed more time. But also on the other end, they were they had this video they wanted played on prime time, and. I don't think uh, it wasn't. It was not. You know, certain. There, both ends were screwing the other one over back and forth on that to get that manuscript in that Nate was talking about. Okay. okay. And Nate has muted himself, so I think he's sitting out for a minute until he figures something out. So we can just kind of.
1: Well, no, I was. Oh, there you are. I've been, you know, the feedback problems. While I'm not talking, I'm just going to mute myself, um, so you wouldn't necessarily have feedback bounce through. I like it. You're
3: You have headphones out there, Nate?
1: Uh, let me see. Uh, I just moved, so you know I'm not completely cleaned up here. So
3: Alright. So for out. our
1: new do. So, what is
3: the sharpshooter? Uh, is that Oklahoma City bombings? Is it a sharpshooter? You so said there's a connection there with the sharpshooter from Ruby Rich. What does he have to do with Waco?
0: Well, he was there. Um, he was there, and allegedly, from what Timothy McVeigh saw the sharpshooter do, is what is, was like one of the things that was just he didn't agree with, apparently. <laughs> and that's uh, he subsequently, he, like I said earlier, he went out handing out cards that had the the man's name, home address, hoping somebody was going to kill him. Like, I don't – I'm not saying I saw what he did. That's one of the many things that are up for debate, is that the the snipers were the ones that took the first shots. And that was – yeah, and that was the shots that the entrance team heard. And that's supposedly how that ball rolled out. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, there were three of 12 expended 308 Winchester shell cases that were reported being from his location. So, apparently, he fired three shots at Waco. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the uh, official word on that. But he was involved with both. And when it comes to Ruby Ridge, he was uh, let go. He was. I, there was a, a legal loophole used to get him off on manslaughter charges, mm-hmm. uh, essentially that because he was a federal supremacy employee. Supremacy clause. Yeah, basically because he was doing his work for the government, he couldn't be charged a crime for it. I'm um,
4: just following orders, Master.
2: Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's the uh, some some good good legislation there. I like yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Basically, saying right. if we got more guns than you, we do it all wrong. I, it's, it's my body, I do it out my own. Hey, Kevin, can you hear me? Sure can. Okay. Um, I would like to say something about the 308 Winchester shell cases. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, the Texas Rangers report, uh, or not, excuse me, sorry. Um, You know, they they maintain that it could have been left behind from earlier use of the house or and it would be nearly impossible to match him uh, to the, uh, you know, sniper's rifle um, since it probably had been rebarreled since, you know, the incident. So, um, you know, they did find him at the spot he was at, um, but according to them, it wouldn't you know, they wouldn't know if it came from him or if it came from, you know, some earlier use or whatnot.
0: That and it's really weird that he had to have his gun rebarreled. Yeah. After killing a bunch of people. I
3: is that something that's typically done after no. you are in a siege? You get your gun rebarreled? No, you
0: rebarrel a gun because of extensive damage to the barrel, like it's
3: cracked or yeah. yeah if you're talking
0: about
4: a sniper, like, and you got the fucking free money to do it, why wouldn't you just undo it every time you fucking got a new like? Because you have to relearn that barrel. Yeah, I, don't really, I just don't see that being that extensive.
0: No, it's not talking. I'm not talking about expensive. Oh, no, it's just expensive. It's a hell of a fucking. I don't
4: know, man. I could weird. see you fucking doing it. Like, if I was fucking that guy that they went to and I had unlimited access to the shit, yeah, every time I
2: use that fucking thing, I'd get a new barrel. Because <laughs> why not? I just don't know <laughs> You're why. Already. When you so a when already. When you see what happens. When this guy is at Ruby Ridge, and you see the shit that you get for it like the public, why the hell is he there? Why right. is he within 500 yards of that place?
5: It's because if
2: he's not there, then we can't sit around and talk about that being a connection to these two really uh, bad for the government events. You know, they they don't come out, the FBI doesn't come out looking great no. in either of these situations.
1: It's no, the saints. ATF
2: looked terrible until Tim McVeigh made him look like saints. Yeah. Which was supposed to be the opposite of his cause, which is uh, very interesting. It's funny, a lot of these terrorists, it ends up having the exact opposite effect that they wanted to have. It you blows know, my you mind. You shouldn't become a terrorist. And that's why you should never be- become a terrorist. Because that's going to get the opposite effect. Yeah. Look at Tim.
4: That's why you start yeah, people with lemonade <laughs>
0: with your dick. I
4: mean... Our revolution was started by terrorists, so it doesn't always end up going bad. But I don't know about blowing up the beer. That's a bold move. <laughs> or
2: no, Murrah he did building.
4: The, like, tax building. Okay. He, he, he blew up though. the Murrah
2: building. Well there's a lot of there are a lot of different things. It was supposed to be an ATF headquarters. Okay. And yeah. no one was there from the ATF. They well then they came well, back and said did he do that five, five people people there. There. years. No, he was supposed to it was supposed to be while well, they, they were the, supposed to be the target. Oh, okay. The ATF was the target. Because his supposed reasoning was because of the way the ATF handled Ruby Ridge and Waco. That's why he blew up that building on the two year anniversary of Waco. I just
4: thought it was supposed to be more of a V for Vendetta thing where he, I don't know why that's the story I heard, but where he knew that it was going to be empty and that's why he blew it up on the day he did. It was more symbolic than murderous. Just like.
1: He, well, um. Uh, Timothy McVeigh. I didn't know Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Nate. Okay. Um, he also, you know, before he even considered blowing up a building, um, he also, you know, wanted to possibly uh, assassinate in, uh, individual targets. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we were talking about the sniper here, but uh, uh, Janet Reno was another one. Um, you know, I can definitely see why. I, I Personally, I think she bought <laughs> a, a ball-
5: the uh, oh,
1: the, the whole. I'm, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying I can see why. Cause I personally think she botched the whole siege. Um, and then the uh, what's what's interesting, um, is the uh. that you know what that's called? The, Beat off to your mouth. Just... Sorry. Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> oh, um, the other one was. That was considered was the uh, uh, judge in the Branch Davidin trial, as well. So, the no, which. Uh, uh, well,
4: would they not have like an elite team that they would keep using though? Like, it doesn't surprise me that much that the same names appear. Like, I can't see having that many people trained to do this bullshit. I'm just like there's SEAL Team Six to go get Osama bin Laden. Like their SEAL team, American soil domestic operations.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's what the but,
4: FBI's for? Right, but they would have their like specific guys to
2: do this. They show. had Nathan. Do you have those numbers by chance? You've been our numbers guy tonight. Do you know how many agents they had at Waco? I can't remember. You look up Waco. I'll look up Ruby Ridge. I want to see the All right. the force that was
1: brought. Okay. Um, in terms of, uh, let's see.
3: So while you so, guys, yeah. while, you're, while you guys, Thank, thanks a up, lot,
2: guys. Thanks for the help there. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking that up. I'm so glad buddy's here. Uh, someone remembers we're actually recording. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so she was in charge of both of these sieges. Essentially, yes,
0: and she subsequently
3: resigned after fucking Waco.
0: Who else was uh, Larry
2: Potts was involved with both of these, mm-hmm.
0: I believe, with the FBI. Yeah, yeah director.
2: Yeah. But.
4: Can you pull up a picture of Janet Reno just so I can? You be awesome a for, later? for
2: your spang? Yeah, exactly for the slideshow. What did you guys call it? A faptionary. You called it a faptionary. What is a faptionary? What is faptionary? It's a dictionary, but shit you fab to. Oh, I've never heard of FAP as like a masturbation term.
4: That's where that's it is. is.
2: What? I've never heard FAP before, ever
4: before. Um, I was asking him to pull it up so he could screen share it to the people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never heard
2: FAP before.
1: Um, so I've got the uh, I've got do that? a number here.
0: Yeah. No. Jill and Lily.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: that is correct. <laughs> what, Nathan?
2: Bring that, bring that one back for me. What was it?
1: Okay, so FBI committed, and I think this is, I'm reading the the report on uh, the government report here. Um, The FBI committed 668 personnel approximately um, for the standoff at Waco with average of 217 agents and 41 support personnel present on any given day. And then the ATF had 136 personnel Ah, uh, U.S. Customs had six. Waco Police Department had 18. The McLennan uh, County Sheriff's Office had 17. Uh, Texas Rangers had 31. The DPS uh, Patrol had 131, and the U.S. Army had 15. Plus, the Texas National Guard had 13. That's that's a fucking.
4: That's a lot of people for. Well, it had to be mostly women and children. Well, it was, yes. Because wasn't there a lot of, like, sister-wife fucking going on in this shit?
2: Yeah, it was uh, 60-something women and children in Waco. Yeah.
0: And then Ruby
2: Ridge was small, but again, there was three men and then two daughters and a wife. So in both situations, two daughters and a son. Severely outnumbered. Because I'm still looking for the official numbers, but there were three different units involved with Ruby Ridge, so the it's not like
0: militarized task force in history, allegedly. It's thought to be. I don't know if that's
3: true. Does that have anything to, to do with like that whole would that be considered the same thing like the protest at like Kent State, you know, with the whole girl with the flower and the gun barrel? I actually think the there were National Guard? There. really
0: yeah. Because that, that might was. have been you know fifty to hundred
5: guardsmen.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think there was too many people at Kent State there. I don't know.
0: No, I wasn't there.
1: Well I sure hope not.
2: But uh I can't find the numbers on, on Ruby Ridge, so um, I, I don't wanna take the bunch of time of me staring yeah. at that through the computer, but
3: either way though there's always more federal personnel military personnel than there were people mm-hmm. because that's how we do things we oh we have
0: Overwhelming.
3: yeah so that's like a show of power like wanted
0: dead or alive
3: if you come with a hundred people and there's only four people behind the wall and you've got a hundred people on the other side of the wall those four people are going to be shitting themselves Exactly. And another thing that I almost completely forgot to
2: mention, but wanted to mention as I make this tie into the modern day situation where this is a lot different, but it reminds me a little bit of Dallas because of the recent Dallas shooting because at Ruby Ridge, they used a robot to bring them a telephone yeah, and that robot had a shotgun attached to it. Yep. And... Uh, I will, I will attempt to find that to pull it up on this on the screen, but it might take me a minute. But, yeah, they had they had a... So people are talking about it now as if it's yeah. like some brand new thing, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're using robots now. And it's like, we need robots now. It's been, they've been using them for 20 years, and right. the like,
0: situation calls for it. Well, that's, um, what's it, a SWAT team for? To infiltrate. Yeah. You guys were just too scared to go in and apprehend the fucking suspect.
2: Well, and then another... Situation where you would think the subject would want to be brought in, you know, especially if you've got. If you had a I mean, cause. apparently he wasn't. He didn't have a lot of ties, but and I. We're back on Ruby Ridge a little bit again, but oh, yeah. in that situation. What well, you wanted to say, something? Oh,
4: my shit was just so fucking broad. It was just the fucking. I would use a fucking robot too. But if you want the guy to surrender, you want information, have a fucking pair of handcuffs, that thing drops. And then if he goes to fucking anything yeah. but those handcuffs, handcuffs and stuff, then the robot has the fucking gun or bomb or whatever. But, like, hey, I the uh, robots if I was the fucking any security force. It was an option. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking
2: put people in there if I don't have to.
1: Hey, uh, Kevin, I found a number for Ruby Ridge, by the way. Yeah, look at you running it. What is it? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It, it just says 400 government agents were in the mountains around the cabin. Wow. Yeah.
3: 400? 400. 400. That's a lot of people.
2: Yeah. To apprehend less than 10.
3: That was like my graduating class. Yeah. That was, yeah.
0: It's legitimately like half a dozen people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and... It's just yeah they did the over, with Waco it was even on a bigger scale because yeah there were more people there but this, they had 12 tanks and three helicopters, mm-hmm. that, and it just all this all these children were there and women so it's just it's just very uh, it's troublesome because these were instances these things aren't supposed to happen to citizens right um, you sh- you're not supposed to have to. Uh, battered batting down the hatches and getting that sort of standoff at least well that's what that's what you're
3: t- taught growing up you know that kind of ties into stuff that's happening today is if someone tells you to get on if a cop tells you to get on the ground put your hands behind your back and you don't do it it's technically resisting arrest which yep.
2: now apparently is punishable by death which they've Apparently. moved that one way up. Yeah. <laughs> they moved that one way up the punishment scale. Apparently.
3: <laughs> but, you know, if everyone just laid down with their hands behind their back and, you know, submitted, would they have still died at Waco? I,
2: I don't know. It, uh, maybe not, but... You mean Ruby Ridge? Or, 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 or Ruby Ridge. It like a, way that a that they weren't scenario. shooting out when they got fucking... <clears throat> but the, the official story is that they shot first. The FBI's version of the story is that they, the Branch Davidians opened fire on them. And that that's why they had Rich. to batten down and, and fortify and take two months to knock the, the buildings down.
3: It goes back to, you know, yes, if the government is imposing... You know, you do have to stand up for yourself or, you know, whatever stand you make, at the the same time, you're living in their system, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to follow orders or you're going against the law. If they give you orders that go against the law, that's one thing. But you still have to follow those orders in order to plead your case, to get to court. Right. To, to make a stand, but you can't do that when you're not in court.
0: Litigation's for the
3: courtroom, not the
0: street. Yeah, there's nothing right. for you. You better get away if you want to fight this shit. Is basically what, no,
3: what my whole point is. Is like, in most of these instances, people are given a command and they don't follow it because they're trying to be defiant. And that's when shit hits the fan, right? But right, I'm all they don't for to submit to that authority. That, I, that authority, right? Else. But that's the society that they live in. That's the gov. That's the country. That's the government that they're living in. If they don't like it, they leave. Where? Where to somewhere else? I exactly. Don't know. And they, they have to country. buy the
2: passports. to leave. Yeah. Not right.
3: only that, like the country yeah. labeled him a
4: felon. He wasn't allowed to leave the country anyway. So now he's locked in a country, forced right. to live under life he disagrees with that? while being nonviolent the entire time. That man committed no violent act. He didn't rape, he didn't steal, he didn't rob. Mm-hmm. The man customized the gun. What who was hurt? Who was the injured party there other than the state? And now the state wants to throw him in a fucking cage for that shit? Are you shitting me? Like he did and he wasn't like saying I'm gonna cut this gun off so you can go out and kill people. He just cut the gun off. It was there was no even crime intended in the action. As far as another violent, again, it's a it's an ATF regulation. It's a crime according to the state, but the only injured party is the state. How can the fucking how can nobody be hurt and there still be a plaintiff in the case that will get back, somebody kidnapped?
3: It goes back to well, don't this tell is people to leave.
4: Don't tell people to leave for resisting a crime that isn't even a crime against people. It's a crime against thought. It's a crime against action that a
3: religion, as we
4: we're talking that's about earlier, the, that's believes That's the whole
3: in. point, though, that I'm trying to make. Is he didn't think that it was bad right he didn't think it was it was hurting anyone but that is the law and you have to plead your case in court that's the system that we live if in if he would have went to court he would have lost the court already made up their mind he was a criminal but no one would have died he would have been but locked in that, the cage. that is according <laughs> of course
2: if you do mm-hmm. accept what you get wholesale because every single and i every single one of the branch davidians claims that they were fired upon and that they never fired and so what if you're a branch davidian who because plenty of there was a lot of people let's be honest a lot of people in that compound not all of them were by the front door not all of them saw what happened but let's say for instance you were in the back and you heard this gunfire there were claims from people that, the helicopters that were flying above that morning were firing down from the sky and so you hear that these guys fired first and you know, are you and then so your next inclination is going to be, I'm going to go surrender to these guys because they've, <laughs> they fired upon us without any Agri- yeah, without being provoked, they fired at us, so naturally when I walk out with my hands up, they're not just going to mow me down.
3: There has to be, there had to have been some provocation for them to get 12 tanks, 3 helicopters, and the largest military force used on a civilian compound. What? They had to have done something to, re- to get that to happen. The, the No FBI, no ATF is just going to be like, I don't like these guys.
4: They will if you're living outside of where they think they can control you. They would
3: have had to have communicated at some point. Otherwise, this would have been a larger shit show than it is already. right? There had to have been some communication. Someone had to have been defiant, and then someone had to have given the order. If they didn't follow that, they're going to do this, well, so what let's was bring the these people in.
4: What was the original warrant? That's the thing. So they were resisting, Kevin.
2: Uh, it was over the uh, gun modification. Nathan, do you yeah, have the official? Do you have the official yeah. thing pulled up?
1: Uh, no, but I can, so I can get it pulled up.
2: It, yeah, it had it had to do with them arming the compound. It had nothing to do with any of the right. uh, the accusations. All any any child endangerment accusations all had been disproven. Fabricated mm-hmm. um, by the FBI, but, well, also, to also Janet Reno to give them the, the permission to storm. And it's like we mentioned earlier, the day before, you know, the the day the either the day before or the day of the raid, the article comes out about David Koresh being a pedophile and all this stuff to try to instantly throw into that public perception. Mm-hmm. And it's like if it's every if everything is on the nose like they're saying it is, why is that necessary to instantly if if he if. If you're telling me the truth and everything, and he's such a bad guy, I don't need this spin doctor here to paint him as some. If what he did with the guns was bad enough to warrant the, you sending an army on him, why do I need the the
0: the hatchet piece claiming that he's a pedophile when he's not? Just he was um, the next Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin. He was he was the buddy man.
2: And you know, and then they they, tell, they told people that he thought he was Jesus, where I've seen interviews where he is explicitly saying, no, I don't think I'm Jesus, that's just something people say about me, he, you know, he believed that he, he may have believed he was a, a prophet of some kind, but he never I said never heard. to
0: people that he was the second coming
2: of Christ, which was another rumor that uh, was spread about him.
0: I read he, he believed he was the last prophet, of, he believed that he was to be the last prophet of the Davidians. I still don't see That
5: might
0: have held um, up. <laughs> but, <laughs> have you have you guys heard about any French uh, Divinian <laughs> <laughs> lately? Yeah, he was right. So he <laughs> was right.
1: Um so to to you know, they basically were being investigated um, for um, possession of a possible unregistered machine gun. Um because due to the, uh, where's this act at? Sorry. The uh, Firearms Owner Act Protection Act of 1986, uh, the Hughes Amendment specifically, um, it outlawed civilian ownership of any new manufactured uh, machine guns manufactured after the date of enactment. And um, now the, the Branch Davidians had a, uh, a, a gun business called uh, Magbag, Um, And they were making legal purchases, but the stuff they were purchasing, an expert um, stated that in his training and experience, all past other purchasers of such legal gun parts had modified them to make illegal weapons. And the search warrant was justified um, not based on any proof that they purchased anything illegal, but on the basis that they could be modifying uh, legal arms to illegal arms and that atomic or not atomic sorry uh, automatic weapon fire had been reported from the compound,
2: but it wasn't reported that. Oh man, I wish I could remember what this thing was called. David Koresh had a machine on his property that the local sheriffs had checked out that sounded similar to a yeah, because he had been accused because it wasn't the first time those claims had been put out, and so he had to get it cleared like, hey. Just so you guys know, I have this machine and it makes this sound. So when you hear these reports, it's this.
1: So yeah, weird. exactly.
2: There's that on it too. But what Nathan just said to pull out all the legal jargon was they were, the search warrant was justified based on the fact that they purchased legal weapons in which other people who had purchased these weapons had shown a pattern of modifying them to become illegal weapons. So they didn't actually show in it. And when you get down to the automatic weapon thing, that registration fee is a couple hundred dollars. So once again, we're in a situation where it's all of this. 48 people died. 48 children died, right? 25
4: 20 children 25 children died over an unpaid people registration die. fee. Okay. They, they all should all have just cents. submitted. If they would have just submitted, 25 you're, kids would be alive. If you wouldn't have a stupid fucking tax regulation for these fucking guns, 25 kids would be still alive. want are get here. in here. making <laughs> are way submit. up
3: here. You need to come down just a little oh, bit because so, so there's an escalation process <laughs> that we're not aware of. They had to like serve the warrant, and someone had to say no. Uh, okay, and? He's not allowed to say no You're to a warrant. That's the problem. They no, just come if they and get say you did this
4: shit, and you got to come with me. And if you don't come with me, I'm going to kill you. But if you do come with me, I'm going to lock you in a cage, and i right. on these trumped-up charges. I'm going to keep you in that cage for the rest of my life. Fuck yeah, after seeing the shit that they pull time after time, I'm going to resist that shit if I'm dead. Then you will die. (laughs) Then you will will die.
3: You will die, and we will mourn you on Facebook, and we'll build a memorial. What (laughs) I'm saying is, if someone comes up to you and says, here's a search warrant, we think you're doing this. If you're not doing anything illegal, you you can say, I bought these parts. Here they are. We did we not modify right. them. But what about your amendments? What about the yeah. constitution? What what about like you, you have to fight that in court? That's what I'm trying to say.
1: And I mean But here's the but here's the thing though. I personally like that's such a bullshit excuse to get a search warrant for. Like you have no legal justification, or at least you shouldn't have any legal justification to to pull a search warrant based on oh i feel that this and this and this is happening because they bought this there's no basis for any of that Are you whatsoever Order to- isn't that what if you can
3: resist it if they like say you're dog fighting and you're like i live in a one bedroom apartment there is no dog fighting here like
1: but you still have to let them search the premises but they know. shouldn't have had the search warrant in the first place. You,
3: someone, to,
1: someone to, hired but, a, gave the okay. But that's that's a, yeah. No, I know that that's what's fucked up. Thing. That's
3: what's fucked up. I get it. But someone gave the order. They did their due process of getting a warrant. And do you think, think the person
4: that gave the order is going to get shit on when you get your day in court? Is that how this has ever worked? If
3: they searched the compound and they found nothing illegal, nothing would have happened. You really believe that? Yeah. You if, really believe if, that if, after going that far, they would have
4: searched the place and not found something? Well, you really believe they would you, have put some You shit think there? they
3: showed up with 12 tanks and three helicopters to get this they search to warrant? Show what they didn't, to no, they didn't
2: show up initially with that. I, right. I can tell you it that. That, it did, that. It escalated. It right. escalated to that. But the premise for it escalating to that was to save more children? Right. So naturally now, what to so, get the children out let's bring out tanks and throw in tear gas because nothing says hey kids we have your best interest at in heart than tanks and tear that gas, tanks and tear gas. <laughs> that was
0: they are uh, deemed yeah super fucking harmful to be used in goddamn warfare <laughs> And thing.
1: for ex- for example here there just to, a- to, to to um they there was another uh, siege uh, 3 years later the montana freeman siege and i'm not going to like discuss it but i would like to point out this fact that siege they learned from waco and that siege ended peacefully nobody died you know nothing so it, it can be done where you don't have to bring all this weaponry and firepower for you know 70 80 people here
2: fair enough. and And I again just come from how are they feeding these people inside the compound? They, they have
4: helicopters their own, uh,
0: like they were they were they were separatists. They believed that the world was being ran by Satan. And so they grew their own food, made their own clothes, type stuff.
2: Wait, wait, but also, but not businesses. not necessarily though. A lot of a lot of big misconception. A lot of those Waco people had jobs. A lot of those I branch so dominions, too. they had jobs in town. Mm-hmm. They were working in town, so they weren't. They also like, bought stuff and were yeah. yeah, so they weren't really huge separatists. They just What's believed in that religion freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't
4: even agree with that necessarily. But you could have cut them off, like, and then if they were holding people in there against their will, then you definitely have. Like cause to be like, yeah, they're they're definitely hurting. There were there were
2: two people that drove from out of state. They saw the the siege on television, and they brought um, food and supplies for the children, and they were arrested for trying to ally. Yeah. And even though the claim was, you know, we're here to help these children and get them out of there, and then just people <laughs> drive and they show up with food and clothes for the kids, and they get arrested
3: for helping these. Uh, I would um, like to go on record saying that I don't think excessive force is should be allowed. My whole point unless. is no, <laughs> no. My whole point is it, it escalated to that level, and if you submit and again, government is fucked. I get
5: it. <laughs> the due
3: process is fucked. I get it. But how to not die is to comply with orders. That's the whole thing. And then that's why there's a court system. And if you're not doing anything illegal, again, not doing anything illegal, they shouldn't the have any. So you're Price. automatically it's, thinking they're what out what to happens? get you. That's,
0: okay, look at the drug logic, war. Look idiot. at what they did with the drug Show video. me your papers. <laughs> yeah, no, but
4: look at the drug war. That was to it's keep shit, minorities... That, From voting. Like, they (laughs) they make shit illegal if it's not illegal so they can then target you for it.
0: The CIA imported drugs to fucking sell to to fund their covert operations. It's not like there's
4: not a fucking track record of abuse in order to control the population. And then these corrupt-ass courts, how the fuck do they keep their jobs? By prosecutions
3: and convictions. I'm just saying, if if we were...
4: Nobody gives a fuck.
3: If we were out in the country, we were growing our own food, and we were, you know, living, and we were sustaining ourselves, and... For example, if I'm the leader of this group, Mm -hmm. okay, and cops come up with a search warrant saying, we saw you purchasing these weapons parts, Mm -hmm. here's a warrant to see if you've made any modifications to it, I'd be like, search, go ahead, we will not resist. And I guarantee you, not a single one of you in this room would die. I agree.
4: So picture this, though. So you're living here, and you're subsisting off farming and collecting rainwater, and you have solar panels, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, you owe property taxes and you're like, Man, I don't make any money. Like, I just live off my own fucking what I do here. Mm-hmm. And they tell you to leave your house. Is that okay? Do you have your day in court for that? Or do you fight that, that is the law. If you're so gonna you do that, if
3: you're gonna do that, you should know what's gonna be coming if you're gonna do that. Because you're not going to apply for yourself, you should no, know that you're, you're not in a pay idiot. the money you don't have. You're not an idiot, so you should know what's in place before you start doing it. Exactly, but that doesn't make it okay, and at what point is it okay to resist? What makes it okay for you to go against the government? Because the government,
4: I've never signed a contract with them. I've never agreed to any of this shit. I was born into this world in submission to a person that doesn't have anything to do with me. It's Does the necessary. sock
3: company make you sign a
4: contract that you're not going when to... When I suck, yeah, I hand them feet? $6 for their socks
3: and they provide them to me. Yeah, but what if they constrict blood flow to I, your feet? I wouldn't be stupid enough educated. to wear socks
4: that long.
5: <laughs> it's common
3: sense, right?
4: Yeah, that's it's common, common sense. sense. But the government's here to say, fuck common sense, you owe me money for something. If, if I'm fair. living, if I'm that I'm that living that in a that city that's township,
3: that's and I'm collecting rainwater, and I have solar power, and I'm sustaining myself, I should know that I own a building that I have to pay property taxes Why? on.
0: But right? We Why? live in a society where somebody can break into somebody's skylight, land on their kitchen island, cut themselves in the process, and sue and win against the homeowner.
4: What gives the government the authority to tell you this stuff? Like, what, in your mind, gives a government, what gives you, what, what says everybody else owns you? No. And in this case, what? not
3: even everybody else. What says that the, the law owns you? My mentality is, is it got fucked up before I got here, and now really? I just have to deal with it.
4: But other people reject the idea that they have to deal with
3: it. And that's why people get shot.
4: Okay, well, more people are going to get shot.
3: But, okay, but on that end, so what's to stop them just to,
2: from constantly taking our freedoms away if that happens? Like, that's how this country was founded in the first place, was eventually enough people had to be crazy enough to be like, okay, look, this overreach is, is, is enough, and I'm, I'm willing to to act on it now i'm not suggesting that we are at that at that point right mm-hmm. now i don't want it to be don't start revolution in my name goddammit, it because i'm not saying it that right be the wrong move to make Viva, Kevin. Yeah, that would be a, the would be a <laughs> wrong move to make in fact i i think doing that would just force us into a martial law type situation where we really know what it's like to not be free it's be um, if, it's if, if, if we act in a revolutionary way but again what i'm saying is we also i don't think we should just sit there and take
3: it on the chin all the time no. or
2: in we, love um, we, we that
0: are born that. in the privileges at this point
3: I I am, am, which is what courts are for because you can make that argument mm-hmm. but until the judge the are has to agree law, with you
4: yeah and if the law stands that what you're doing is illegal
3: whether it be moral or not to say that but you're what going, is to it, bro, going to jail of that return. we can go all the way back to uh, a black woman sitting at the front of the bus. That was illegal when that yeah. happened. But yeah, we are still asleep.
2: operating under the assumption that this judge is some sort of moral compass, that he, right. that you're not just, you're, at, you're still, at, once again, it's just going to come to the role of a dice. The judge is upholding that. You, you got to be hoping that you have an actual honorable judge. There's no way that every single judge in the world is also Squeaky clean, I mean... I forget her
3: name. Who sat at the front of the bus? Her Barton. Rose Rose Barton. Barton. Barton the Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Didn't Rosa Parks do jail time? Probably. For doing that? Yeah. She did jail good. time for doing that. Finally, someone was like, Whoa, this is fucking crazy. Like, they should be allowed to sit wherever they want to sit, right? And it took time, and she did her time. She what? She was making she a statement, and she did her time peacefully, it. and it was a battle, But no one died. Well, people died in the Civil War. Well, civil rights movement. Civil rights movement. People died. The dogs and the
0: fire hoses.
3: The Black
4: Panthers were directed by Martin Luther King, as much as you like to say he's a peaceful person. Rosa Parks
3: didn't die for sitting at the front of the
2: bus.
4: And the Black Panthers didn't die for marching on the Capitol building with guns when they were trying to take their gun rights away. But
2: also what we're talking about here is 25 children died for doing not a goddamn thing. Yeah. And I don't agree those, with that. Those That's children, regardless of, of how the, you feel about the escalation and what the Branch Davidians did to deserve their comeuppance, if you want to think that right. right Escalated it to a point where that was deserved. So so we there were still about? children. Well, no, I was just throwing that out
0: there as to where there's no reason it sh- it shouldn't. Go ahead, Lou. If we're going to talk about escalation, what is more escalated than a motherfucking dozen tanks? <laughs> uh, maybe uh,
1: uh, bringing the uh, nuclear warheads. <laughs> right. Maybe
3: they had weapons of mass destruction. They had aluminum tubes. <laughs> 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 yeah. wow. I guess my First whole point game was it got escalated, and both parties are at fault. The yeah. well, well, children are not at fault. Oh they God should no. not have died. God
0: no. And that's you essentially have a pissing contest yes. between everybody. And and, 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 and once once the body. government starts rolling in tanks, you know, and you know this this is where we're at, where we're seeing people be shot by the police. That's there was there's a man who was deaf, and this happened This happened several times with deaf people. The cop is telling them, get down on the ground, get down on the ground, motherfucker, because they match a description or whatever, murder them, and come out that they're deaf.
4: Laying down and definitely not dying. Show the video of the autistic guy's fucking caregiver laying on the ground with his hands covered. Cu- he didn't and die. No, but he got shot. He got
3: shot, and that cop got reprimanded because he did something wrong. He got reprimanded, because that makes it okay. Wow. Well, uh he I don't know if it's felonious assault or what, but he got he got he's no longer a cop, tell you right. that much. Remember the one
0: where the uh I, I don't remember where it was, but it was the cop chasing the black guy, shoots him down in the back, and you see him pull a throwaway piece and like put the put the man's prints on it. Yeah. To say that he had a gun. Again.
3: Bad people, oh, he totally got that. Bad people, fuck it up fuck mm-hmm. um, a judicial system that could potentially work,
2: but so yeah. So that's what you you could play your cards right, you could do exactly what you're saying and get one of those bad guys that's a judge. And which, where that, that's where I have the problem <laughs> of, of ever going the route of, yeah, I'm just going to give in and do what you guys say because you have my best interest at heart because I've been arrested for flipping a cop off. All right, I've been arrested, I've been put in jail for telling someone to fuck themselves, okay? That is not a crime, but yet I've been to jail for it, okay? And so my faith, I don't have the same faith that you have, buddy, where I say, if I don't commit a crime, I won't get put in jail. I happened to catch a guy who was having a bad day yeah. and he didn't like what I did to him and I went to jail for it, yeah. I went to court for it, I had fines over it, uh, a, a similar person in my situation had the money to appeal his, his arrest, and it was found unconstitutional. So, but yeah, I'm still out all that money because right. I didn't have the money to buy a lawyer and to fight this thing. So yeah. I took my slap on the wrist. I took my citation. I paid my fine. Right. And I have and I have something on my record that is gone now. But for two years, I had something on my record yeah. that made me look like a different person than I am. What did you get charged? What did they charge you? Like? Disorderly conduct while intoxicated.
0: Making him look like a fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, making
2: me look like a homeless person, essentially. Yeah. So that's who gets those. Yeah. Hard. But
4: not only that, they were locking Rosa Parks up for things that were the law. So you're saying people should obey unjust laws and then cage them for it. Even if that judge knew that the law was unjust, it's his responsibility to
3: enforce it. Like My, whole, my whole point was is Rosa Parks went to jail, and it finally the law got changed, but she complied with police officers when they pulled her off that bus. And it was, it was illegal what she did at the time. And it's illegal to modify weapons but if you don't resist arrest you go to jail you know maybe it'll get overturned I get it but I'm just saying to prevent death at the at the point of a warrant being served to you you have to comply with the warrant because that's the system that we live in
4: so if you're riding on a bus and two men come on the bus that you have no affiliation with and have never met in your life come on and say you're not allowed to sit there and grab you up and put you in chains. Like if you fought back, you would be in the wrong.
3: Yeah, if that was the law, I would be in the wrong. Okay. Right. I'm just saying, like, it's the law. You know what the law is. If you it's break very circular the law. Logic. yeah, if you break the law, you're the law breaking the law. the law. You Got gotta it. take your. You gotta take your set. If you drive drunk, that's illegal. Yeah you know who cares if your house is only two minutes away from the bar you're at you're doing an illegal activity if you get caught doing it you're going to jail for it what yeah. about things like uh i bring this one up
2: a lot uh leaving the country without a passport like how you- how, how is that something that it, they own your ass. It, you know yeah. but i mean i guess now i can't really bring up that argument because you know people talk about terrorists and terrorism but i don't think it's right for you to get born into a country and told well you can't leave until you file all the no, paperwork. Yeah, no, you can, this you,
3: can't you can leave. You just can't come back. You can go to Canada without a passport. You just can't get back in the United States without one. Oh, I wish uh, someone
2: had told me that a long time ago. I would not be sitting here with you guys. <laughs> but if they mark you a
4: felon or if you have a DUI, Canada won't let you in.
3: Yeah,
2: that's well, their law. The Canada says they're not down with any DUI, you can't have a DUI. You can't have a
3: DUI. They won't let you in. They won't let you in Canada you at all. If you drive to Detroit and go across the bridge into Canada, and you stop at the, the, the border, and they run your plates, and they run your license because their systems are connected to ours, yep. and they see that you, they, that you have a DUI, their law is you're not allowed to enter the country. And if you try to enter the country, you're breaking the law.
2: As a pa- even like as a passenger, so if you've ever had a DUI, you can't live in Canada. You can't. They won't let you in. Like, you want to go to the Montreal Film Festival, too bad, Kevin. Holy crap! That is just a crazy thing that they that they have. That little. That in. is nuts, man. Damn, That's what you guys are talking about? <laughs> um, Nate, what we I haven't we have to let you in for a minute, man. What do you think about all this? Do you do you agree more with Buddy's logic of? Uh, or are you a more on kind of our rebellious side, I guess? That's how it kind of the seems to be coming rebels, out
3: to me. Rebels, you
2: rebels. Yeah. <laughs> you little stomach. Right
1: <laughs> I, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a sense of an analogy here to describe my thing. Uh, well, I guess it's not really an analogy. I don't know why I said that. But, um, you know... And, and this ties back to civil rights, and I mean, we're not necessarily going to dive into that. But I think, you know, following the approach of Martin Luther King, um, I think that was a good thing uh, for the most part. But I also think um, using Malcolm X's example, because um, I feel as he was the more uh, violent sort of person, and I'm not saying he was violent in terms of civil rights, but... I think you need a combination of both of those. And, you know, I think, um, you know, following some laws that may seem unjust, like, for example, with Rosa Parks, you know, I think that's the route you need to go. But then there's other laws that I honestly think you need to act up and and rebel against. Um, You know, just peacefully sitting aside is not going to completely work every time.
2: There there is an old saying, uh, I, I cannot, I wish I could remember the the senator who said it, but the, the saying was, let them protest all they want as long as they pay their taxes. Yeah. Like, what the hell do I care if they stand in the street for hours? They're still going to go home and be part of the system.
4: Wasn't it fucking you know? con with the Mongols that would let you like keep your own local customs as long as you just paid your penance to him? hmm I thought so. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, do that. That's what the fucking central power structure over these states is. You pay us what we want, and you guys can basically do your own thing unless you uh, threaten us a little.
3: Ah, uh, because that's legal? What's that? Again, that inter- and would legal. that be considered legal? Well, so under Genghis Khan, you yes. You <laughs> <in fucking>, Yeah. <laughs> You would Is start
4: getting a... beheaded in fucking Afghanistan if you just follow ISIS's rules. I mean, it's that easy, guys. Just do what they say, and you won't get beheaded. <laughs> Why it's the fuck not... are you resisting ISIS, guys? It's the law. It's Sharia law. It's the law we agreed on. Why are you resisting? Like, where now, do you stop with the... it's the
2: law and start with it's Congress? Um. Well, and then yeah, to, to go for a middle ground, maybe, instead of going with ISIS, you could say, like, in the Nuremberg Trials, those Nazis did not, their defensive, I was just following orders. Well, they, but he's right. He, it's both sides. Yeah, they all they died. It took 250
4: million fucking Jews to <laughs> die, but they finally got their day in court. <laughs> it was 250 it. million. I know. Okay.
2: The, that number gets
0: blown up enough as it is. All right? Sorry. It's not
2: 250 million. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm a Zionist. Um, well, according to the Nazis... The neo Nazis. It was just like a dozen people with a lot of mirror trickery. Yeah.
1: Nate, uh, <laughs> Nate what did you um, want to say? uh That uh, that uh, senator that you uh mentioned. His name's Alexander uh, Hogg or Haig. I don't know how to pronounce this exactly. H A I G. I'd Haig? go Haig. Alexander Haig. Yeah.
2: <coughs> are you talking about the trials for them? No, the uh, the guy that I said let them protest all they want as oh. so long as they pay their taxes. That's <laughs> the idea of, like, kind of what we see today. Everybody's gonna bitch and moan about it's Hillary or Trump, but I, but although we don't have a great turnout, nobody's willing to do anything more than just vote for their worst case scenario. Their the, political their, their purity. List. They're just gonna stick with oh, I want. It might not even necessarily always be political purity. People are gonna switch from sides, from one side to the other, but. The solution, in my opinion, if you're angry with these things, isn't like, oh, well, let's put a new let's put a new cog at the top of this machine. It's like, well, maybe this machine needs to be reconfigured at some point. Right.
3: Maybe I like I deconstructing the Constitution and rewriting it. I knew you're. I knew you were <laughs> going with that one. Nathan's on board, Supreme right? Court, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> what? I gotta love, yeah, I love the uh, the eight man Supreme Court right now. Is it still is it still at eight? Oh, yeah, they're waiting, they're waiting for the waiting election. Until win. yeah. Yeah. So if if Obama did thing
4: would be right. It's uh. It was
2: it's right, great yeah. to get. <laughs> it's great to have the Supreme Court with literally no power because they're just going to tie on everything and make the court beneath them actually be the Supreme Court. Yeah, so, which is just pretty nuts. Completely random, but again, it's just once again, it's like that. It's, we're putting our faith in the system, but. Systems. I don't, I don't trust the system trust as much as I, as so, much as the system would like me to. I, I hate to
1: keep
4: bringing these up, but the soldiers that resisted f- being forced to go to Vietnam—they were breaking the law. But the law was saying they had to go to a country and kill people that they never met. Were they wrong for resisting going over there? And are you right talking to- about getting drafted? Yeah, yeah. The law
3: is if you get drafted, you have to go. So the law can protect you from murder, essentially. If you get sent over Enforce to war, law- oh, you. you. You're, you're like picking a huge extreme here.
4: well yeah because it's in the law I'm showing what the law can do and if you just say it's the law you gotta but follow it you end up falling into those same traps and that's how yeah. you have people it's, it's the law so I'm gonna go
0: over here so and do the law says hurt Japanese people in the concentration camps it's
4: the law they should have given up their property as they were told yeah, yeah. they did they were peaceful people I just wish they were Irish
3: <laughs> but it went a little different they would have given them a pint and he said, Hey, come join us <laughs>
0: Basically.
3: But to your point, to, to your to your point, if the law is you get drafted, you have to go and you don't go, it's illegal. It's not necessarily right, but you have to So what point do you
4: start resisting? If murder isn't the point
2: you're allowed to start resisting in your mindset, what point are you allowed to stop start resisting? Like for instance, World War II, when we had our own internment camps, everybody likes to talk about how evil the Nazis were. Right. Theirs were a lot worse than ours. Our ours. But it's not like we wrong. didn't hurt. No, the those the people never got their, their property I, did, I back. just said ours weren't as bad. <laughs> but can we no. act no. like that was
0: a good thing? No, i was talking about the Japanese ones. The Japanese people who went to those internment camps never got their property back or their money. Right, yeah. They were just trying to, well, have fun starting with fucking nothing. The government already appropriated. But again, everything. It was the law. So yeah. that's and that's I know we go to these extremes. But that the point
2: is, is that when you make these general statements, all of these outliers are covered, and that's sort of the scary part of it. Mm-hmm. Is is these things one, just can one. happen. Uh,
3: each of the each of your scenarios are like there are things are different than they are now. So like. You have to. Sh- we, we can't really say, like, the Japanese—we weren't alive during Pearl Harbor. Trump is talking about it, though. Like,
4: they're talking about doing it to Muslims now. Like, this shit—people act like, it's old history, but they're talking about doing it. Do you think Hillary Clinton wouldn't do it to dissidents? Like, if the tide swung the way that it made sense for her
0: to do it? No, well, let's face it, they both want to censor the Internet.
4: Like— I you know. know it sounds like forever ago, but it was our parents that went through it. It isn't that fucking long ago, and nope. the track record is this is happening to our grandparents, our great-grandparents. Par- it happens.
3: If you were 20-something, I am. and during the time <laughs> Pearl Harbor happened, you're, you're saying your sense of patriotism wouldn't be like... I have no sense of patriotism. Fuck, fuck I would go voluntarily. Voluntarily. That's what I'm saying. The problem with Vietnam was
4: is there wasn't people wanting to go voluntarily. And the same thing with World War One. But we were in so late in World War One, it wasn't a huge was issue. But that's where the, the UK treaties. and the British ended up having to start a draft. The British didn't even have a draft at the time of the beginning of World War I. But either way, the reason Vietnam was such an issue is because they didn't fuck with us. So they have a lot of trouble getting people to want to go. And and when you come, come and fuck with us, now we have a volunteer military. They do it all through propaganda. But Vietnam and shit like that, they struggled to do that for.
2: Because so no, they, they weren't financing... Um, the uh, Indo- Independence Day films. They weren't, they weren't financing major films back <laughs> and then. And you also didn't have,
0: you didn't have these people. You, you essentially, with McCarthyism containment of communism, you're fighting people for nothing. For ideas. Exactly. Well, and
2: here's another for instance. I don't know, Nathan, if you can see this on the screen. This is footage in neighborhoods after the Boston Marathon bombings. This is, the.
3: Is this when they were looking for the guy? Yeah, this is yeah. when they were looking
2: for. It. So here, here again are people who their only crime was living in Boston. Yeah. And curfews and show us your papers. And, and there will be stuff. You'll see tanks roll down the street, and you'll yeah. see guys being threatened by the police because they're because they're filming it on their phones. Yeah. Which you know, I. I, I I know I'm what, trying, I know I what you're going to say already, but maybe is that you can just say, well, if they didn't do anything wrong, but the idea is you're supposed to, if you're not doing anything wrong, you're not supposed to have your rights infringed on. It's not supposed to be, well, okay, step on over my rights and prove that I've done nothing wrong. You're supposed to come to me and say, yeah, this I, have, I have substantial enough proof that I think you've done something wrong, and so I have this warrant to search for you, not here, I have to prove that you've not done i have to prove that you haven't done anything it's like the burden of proof have been switched around in certain right.
0: in certain scenarios right it, you know it's innocent until proven guilty not you know how it uh it, i don't know if the, it is still in russia and wasn't it but the burden of proof was on the civilian it? Hmm?
4: isn't it a civilian that spotted the guy and called it into the police wasn't it a civilian that saw him the, or the path of blood go into his boat and
3: called it in
2: so like, I, I would have a, I would I have, have to check that the the boat part
3: sounds sounds. Oh, he's jam. definitely pulled up in a boat. Yeah, he yeah, was pulled up in someone's boat. Not even his boat, someone else's boat. Yeah. So like, if I was a resident of Boston and this guy who did the bombings was in my neighborhood, personally, I'd help find the guy.
4: Right. You know,
3: if, <laughs> cop sh- if cops showed up to my house, hey, let us search your place and maybe they're not using these words, and the problem with it is they don't tell you anything. Right. So people are just like, what the fuck are you doing here? Right. And if this, someone just comes up, knocks on my door, and says, we're looking for a mm-hmm. terrorist. You just bombed the Boston Marathon. Can we search your house to see if he's here? I'll be like, he's not here. Search the place. Don't destroy anything. Right. Like-
0: <laughs> right. Well, that's, you know, it's, it's, if it's that it, boot of, of, of the officer, that's when you wave your guns in people's faces, people people react very strangely under duress like that. Yeah. You know, people, something there's a fight or flight to switch in your brain, and it makes you fuck up and do stupid shit sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm. You know? Which is why our police and our military require some... Uh, psychological training. Definitely. You know, how to <laughs> handle people, because that person may not be doing anything wrong, but, again, the stress that you're talking about of having a gun in their face will make them react differently. They should know how to do I just saw something where Switzerland police have, like, 13 weeks of training, and our police have, like, six months of training. Look how strict their laws are. Like, they
4: haven't created a police state because they haven't created an enforcement. Because they jailed issue. all the
0: bankers that were trying to fuck people over? Yeah, they. uh, they did yeah. us surreal criminals. In it,
2: we, sure. we do some very interesting, like, we're one of the only countries in the world that tries to camouflage our police. Mm-hmm. In most countries in Europe, they have a bunch of neon and shit all over. Um, most countries don't have that experience that we all get when we get pulled over on the highway. Um, right. We're one of the few countries that associates our police force with fear. Yeah, to ourselves, Um, and and that's a big problem. And and now, now we're starting to see the effects of that problem. I mean, that's been a again, that's been a long time coming. Right. That's been you know since Rodney King. That's been since this stuff. And that's why we're talking about this stuff now because it's not that it it took a while for things to get to. We're at the boiling point. We're we're very close to it. If Dallas and you know. Things are only going to continue to get worse, but I, I think it's important to go back and see instances where these things have happened and, and sort, how sort of try to learn from it. The
0: Fourth Amendment and our rights.
2: Yeah, because this, this stuff has was all the prerequisite for this stuff du- led directly to the Oklahoma City bombing, which led directly to the infringement on your rights uh, as far as what you can get searched into. And then by the nominate boss. Yeah, omnibus that, yeah, was turned into the Anti-Terrorism and
0: Execution Act. And that was Bumble oh. and Joe Biden, everybody's creepy, rapey uncle. I love
4: Bumble and Joe Biden. I'd fuck him all night long.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Nate, Joe Biden fan?
2: You Joe Biden kind of guy? Oh, he's back off.
0: Well, I think they're all fucking war criminals.
2: Well... I don't have anything for that. <laughs>
3: Nate might be talking; he just doesn't realize.
2: He's oh, there he is! Now he's laughing. He's got. So you are. I heard you were a Biden guy. I actually, Nate told me once that he uh, he liked he voted for Obama because he thought that Obama would get assassinated. So essentially, yeah, I was just voting for Joe Biden. <laughs>
0: was, I heard him say that. Nate,
5: no, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, there, there is going late. There is no way in
2: hell I said
0: that. See, but if
2: I were Alex Jones, about 20,000 people would have just taken that as fact. See see how dangerous this game is? It is. Yeah, that is true. So that's your theory is what you're
5: saying, Kevin.
4: That's why you voted Obama. Yeah, that's why I
2: voted Obama. I was like, well, if you know, my favorite candidate of the four is smoking Joe Biden, so I'm just going to vote for him, and we'll see what happens. No, that was not my political theory, but... Yeah, there's nothing I love more.
1: No. no, go ahead, Nate. You know what? You know what, Kevin? I thought you were all about the uh, all about the Sarah Palin train there.
2: Oh, I was no. I mean, many dudes have been on that train. Right. I don't know that. I want to get on the nail. I don't way, think Palin. I introduced anyone to that.
3: <laughs> you went nail Palin? No, I met. the did. chick that. That Sarah Palin. No, oh, I met the porn star of that John oh Taylor shit Taylor video. Nice. Oh, who what was her name? I forget. Oh, I forget her name. Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. Oh, you met her? Yeah. Oh, oh, Lisa. man, dude. That's uh, that's a story for another podcast.
2: No. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wrap it up soon. I'm gonna have to go uh, see check out another podcast. There. I think he likes it.
3: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> this is my, I guess, officially second podcast. And uh, the only thing I would want to say is is hopefully we've made you think a little bit tonight <laughs> yeah. or whenever you're watching this or listening.
2: Yeah, and and come back to hear us next week because we're going to tie it all in. Waco really sort or not Waco. Oklahoma City bombing really kind of adds a whole other layer to all this because Tim McVeigh was at the Waco siege. He was there. He was handing out pamphlets like you mentioned a couple times. He was yeah. handing out – that sniper's information, Um, and so, and that, Timothy McVeigh was the reason the term domestic terrorism exists, which Mm -hmm. is the reason that anything that the United States government can apply to a supposed ISIS person, they can apply to you. Yeah. Right now. Domestic and foreign terrorists. And all they they need is probable cause, which we've shown, I think we've shown a little bit tonight, how that... (laughs)
0: Literally
2: hearsay. Yeah, yeah, that probable cause doesn't really uh, have to be all that much, so...
3: Um, how about just cause, whether probable or yeah, improbable? Just cause,
2: yeah. Just <laughs> cause. Don't do that. Well, cause. cause. one
4: cop that shot the autistic guy's fucking helper. Said, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> hey, 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 uh, that was done.
1: Speaking of uh, that basically all you need for a probable cause is uh, I don't know now. So. Yeah, I don't know.
3: That's or I don't know. That fucker breathes. I I get. <laughs> we're gonna see uh, police force reevaluate their current people. There's gonna be cries for mental health evaluations for people on police force. I guarantee to you.
0: you. That's, That's gonna happen
3: soon. With the droves
0: of people coming back from the Iraq War and Afghanistan and, becoming and Syria, cops. becoming cops. How many of them have PTSD, PTSD. that goes un? Fucking treated. I'll take it a
2: step further and say that maybe within two, 20 years, everybody's going to be re- required to do like mandatory psych exams at Yeah. A point. It's going to be like passing, because that's your, how gonna like passing your, your SAT. Yeah. Hey, so
3: if you don't do that, is that illegal and you'll, you'll get arrested for that? Maybe, maybe. I maybe. I, I guarantee you RJ's gonna be that guy. Oh
4: definitely. Dude, <laughs> there's not a doubt. I'm gonna
3: visit my dangerously retarded
0: friend. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the <board>. Dude, dangerously <laughs> retarded, I, <thought> <laughs> <that actually laughs> I really,
4: really hope that's gonna see all the paper.
0: Well, because well, dissident just sounds too political. Right. <laughs> so if they re- dope re- you <laughs> up and make you stupid on the the drug cocktail, dangerous <laughs> retard.
4: Uh, if I ever learned from that's gonna be the name of am banned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dangerous retard You heard it here first. yeah
4: me out on my new podcast, The Dangerous Retards. I'm live every Tuesday at I don't know. At Four- <laughs> I can't
2: read it. <laughs> ner- well uh, so uh bad dinner guests. Yeah, this this has been another uh bad dinner guest episode. We uh hate to leave you beautiful people, Nate. We're gonna have to run out of here. It's time to shut the time to shut the studio down.
1: Yeah. But we, oh, yeah,
2: we'll have Nate in person next week. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, son. Is that yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, I'll uh, I'll be here. I'll be uh, here in person, and then you know, getting away from uh, 1950s Indiana here. Yeah, you know.
2: bring, bring your bring your laptop with you. Uh, you you uh, you've been running that producer gig pretty well.
0: Actually, now we're talking to Nate. I want to throw it out there about the idea of ghost hunting in October. Oh yeah, have that two-week oh. off window.
2: Yeah, Nate, we're we're trying to we're trying to build this thing early so we can get some build-up. Where you want to? you go ghost hunting with us we're going to you, you down if we get a group together
1: um yeah where are we talking here just oh, we're, gonna do we're
2: gonna do for yeah. another podcast we'll tease the people one bit at a time right and honestly what's uh,
0: butcher floor we're not sure where i just have the time off and not necessarily the funds to go to colorado like i was hoping to. if
2: before. you have ideas tweet so, us yeah. tweet us ideas of places you want us to yeah. podcast at Bad dinner guests. Everything we do, bad dinner guests. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube.
3: When's the next podcast? Switching.
2: Next podcast will be um, definitely a guaranteed. It will be Wednesday. Yeah, we got 60 Grit Radio Wednesday. Is he coming on for Bread and
4: Circuses on Sunday? Because Sunday we got uh, on that, we got Ridge. Uh, his band coming up for air
2: is going to be on. It'd be cool if he joined in. I didn't know what was up with him or his schedule that day. Yeah, maybe uh, Nathan, if you're free, we'll, we'll we do two podcasts on Sunday now. So uh, if, if you're oh, free. oh yeah, we'll I free. uh,
1: I mean, I didn't have any. Yeah, I will. I'll just talk after yeah, we're cool. off Perfect. here.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, and then Lou and I may try to get a bonus episode in this week. I know Lou's been, uh, he, you know, what was that? Did you throw me a peace sign? I threw you a two sign. He's a two sign. I know. It's the
0: uh, political purity is, is the topic. I, I'd like to do the political purity, see if we can drop that tomorrow night, and then possibly do a sports one with the special Columbus election on the 2nd. I thought that would be a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. So we be gar- guaranteed ready
2: by next Wednesday. Be looking out for some bonus episodes over the next two days. We will, of course, post on our all across our social media. Again, bad dinner guests. And uh you guys wanna
0: say goodbye? I wanna to ton punch your eardrum, baby. Pass the Cheerios. Kinky Pinky for life.
3: Yeah, that was Lou. Uh, <laughs> uh I'm Bruce. I probably won't be here next week. I have a wedding, so oh. it's been nice chatting with you guys. Sure.
2: We're we're glad to have you, Bruce. Uh Nate, you wanna say goodbye to the people?
1: It's been good to have you uh, on. Uh yeah, I'll just <laughs> I'll just uh be uh just be glad to be out of the uh, corn state here. Lou, can you bring me oh. in
3: here? Say what? Can you bring Lou in here? Of
1: corn, of corn, yeah. not yeah. a
3: human ear. Or well, or just, you're just, I don't know.
0: Here. I am down for human ears on a cob. Bring
2: Picasso in here. Um, RJ. Hey
4: guys, yeah, I'm RJ. Sixty Grid radio. Check it out on Facebook or YouTube on the Bad Dinner Guest Network.
2: And as always, I'm Kevin. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing from me by now, but that's just too damn bad.
5: Night! Night!